People always debate it. Who's the greatest player of all time? Dumb question. It should be who's the greatest team of all time? WGAG Radio. Sorry, Showtime. WGAG Radio. Back to back. WGAG Radio. First three P. WGAG Radio. Even with the flu. WGAG Radio. No push off. WGAG Radio. And my favorite. Tough to beat that. What? You think there's someone else? Prove it. Those who believe in it today are mentally dead. I do. Sorry. Therefore, in your mental death, which is universal ignorance, it is the preacher's job to get you ready for physical death to make the dead stronger. Without a doubt, the Bible is the eulogy of the dead, and thereby those who believe in it are worshipers of the dead. 16. Jesus is six ether, and God is ghost. The conscious gases of death. The two are opposites of the same thing. Leviathan, the zodiac. One chief symbol of the zodiac is the cross, which comes from the word crescent and crocodile. The words cross and crescent refer to the moon, and the moon is sixth power. The moon is a dead universal body that supports the cemetery and multiplies negative forces called demons and monsters and ghouls. The word demon means dead moon and dead mind. The word monster means moon star, meaning moon actor. The word ghoul means ghost soul. The word monkey means moon key. The moon is the base of the dead, and because it is dead, it supports and magnifies death. 17. Shit's going to hurt some people. God is the dead, and this is why they say you cannot see God and live. And it is also why they say you cannot see God until you die. God is ghost, the gases that the dead emanate. Six ether subsists on the living being and eventually destroys the living being. And when the living being dies, it becomes God as the ghost gases evaporate into the atmosphere. I repeat that one. Six ether subsists on the living being and eventually destroys the living being. And when the living being dies, it becomes God. That's some interesting shit, right? It becomes God as the ghost gases evaporate into the atmosphere. Wherever you see the cross, the dead is there. Either the physical dead or the mental dead or both. We see the cross on the church and the mental dead hangs out there. We see the cross in the graveyard and the physical dead stays there. Ethiopian culture does not support the dead. 
And this is why our ancestors burn dead bodies instead of burying them. Dead bodies multiply and emanate negative forces that must live on and destroy the living in order to survive. Ghouls subsist on dead bodies and get stronger and more powerful to possess people and create diseases and cause people to kill each other. 18. One reason mankind's civilization is so adverse, unclean, and chaotic is because in most cases, he buries dead bodies instead of burning them. The word Caucasianity, Caucasianity, civilization, and Christianity are synonymous in meaning, for all three mean the Caucasian race degree of intelligence. Intelligence. Therefore, any purpose of religion is to control the minds of the captive masses by keeping them ignorant so that the Caucasian, the posterity of the dead, can use them at will and exploit them for the benefit of the dead. 19. Take away from religion, especially Christianity, the doctrine of life after death, and little or nothing is left. This life after death doctrine is the doctrine of the dead. This doctrine is why the preacher is getting people ready to die, and after death, the person is never able to tell anyone he or she was soundly and sadly deceived. Thereby, the ignorance of it all is sealed by death forever. The life after death theory is a trick which only the gullible cannot see. The life after death theory is a trick which only the gullible cannot see. Religion is all right for mankind, but not all right for ta-kind. For ta-kind needs universal and natural science for survival and proper well-being. If a reader wishes to learn more about religion, Buy and read the booklets called The Bible Interpretations and Explanations. If a reader wants to learn more about religion, that's fucking key word. Reader, learn more about religion. See, that's some interesting shit because the majority of black people never had a chance to learn about religion. They were forced under the spell of religion. That's a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Self got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it so difficult to have a conversation with someone that never had a chance to learn about religion because they were forced on despair. That's what makes our conversations with them so fucking difficult because they didn't learn. They was forced to accept that shit. And we can't have a conversation with them. It's a sad day and time. Anyway, uh, alien education. Are we ready? Let's take it slow, because this is very important. Alien education. A person, place, or thing alien to us Ethiopians when it is not of and for us by nature. A person, place, or thing is in the nature of whoever or whatever created it. If the Ethiopian has or is receiving education, which has not been created by his and her own kind, 
while that kind is in its right mind, that education is alien and destroys our identity and upright way of life by nature. Specifically, education. Specifically now, education is the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding found in one's culture. Ethiopian education and Caucasian education are opposite. One is the way of death and the other is the way of life. Generally, education is the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding found anywhere in the universe. Much of Caucasian education is false education designed to deceive the captive. Much of Caucasian education is false education designed to deceive the captive. It was regrettable that the ignorance of Ethiopians allowed them to come. Let me repeat that. Let's start it over. Fuck it. It is regrettable that the ignorance of Ethiopians allowed them to come to an educational confrontation with the Caucasian in the Caucasian's own educational system because the Caucasian was sure to win for black people had nothing to mentally challenge the Caucasian with. I don't think I read that shit right. Did y'all get that shit? It was regrettable that the ignorance of Ethiopians ignorance of Ethiopians allowed them Thank you, Fireliners. It was regrettable <laughs> that the ignorance of Ethiopians allowed them to come to an educational confrontation with the Caucasian in the Caucasian's own educational system because the Caucasian was sure to win. For black people had nothing to mentally challenge the Caucasian with. For an example, there is nothing a Negro knows which a Caucasian somewhere does not know. And this makes a Negro a mental creation and mental prisoner of the Caucasian. Therefore, the Negro has no mental power capable of challenging his mental maker, the Caucasian teacher, successfully. Hence, that's, that's defeat. Right. defeat was inevitable. It's terrible, ain't it? You want to build on that yeah. a little bit, Bab? Yeah. Yeah, in simple terms, what he's saying is, if you see me no. playing a game and you come along and you start playing my game, you almost inevitably guaranteed to fucking lose because it's my fucking game. I invented it. I made it up, and it's to benefit me. It's not considering you, my medicines, my formula method that I do, and considering your race. So what he's saying is when Ethiopians reached the point where Caucasians started to rival them in, 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 in power and different things like that, the Ethiopians didn't rise to the challenge and meet the cracker on their level. They didn't do that. And nor did they go into his institutions and beat him at his own game. Right. So they lost. So the, the so they question is how can you – how can you mentally defeat a Caucasian when the Caucasian is your maker? 
your mental and makeup. And the thoughts. Created yeah. your mind. Yeah. Created the, the mathematical model for one to go and attack the problem of one plus one. The cracker gave that to you, and you think you know something. The cracker gave you the formula for that. Yeah, gave now, you history. Now, let me just say that's what the formula is. Absolutely. He gave you history, gave you science, gave you math, gave you yep. English. Yeah, gave you biology. Yeah, I yep. totally agree. So how can you astrology. challenge this motherfucker mentally when he created your mind? Yeah, and he could change, like the law, black law book, he could change. The laws, the words, the language, the mm-hmm. mathematics, the definitions, all mm-hmm. of that at the drop of a hat as soon as you think you figured it out. Because Absolutely. Yeah. If Absolutely. I invent the matrix, I can change the fucking matrix right in front of you and you won't know shit. Because yeah. it's obviously a matrix with something that you don't understand called zero and ten. And those things right there remain blind to the person. So they trap between the numbers one and nine, and they can't see beyond that. So everything they do is based on these numbers, and until they can think beyond that, they're gonna remain under my spell. As it is said, let me repeat that: uh, there is nothing a Negro knows which a Caucasian somewhere does not know. We gotta remember that shit. There is nothing a Negro knows which a Caucasian somewhere does not know. Yep. That's why I always said, I've always said, I just wish black people, and I really do wish this with a with a fucking lucky penny, that <laughs> black people stop saying that this motherfucker don't know nothing, that the Caucasian race don't know nothing. Oh, shit. Don't, that's yeah, a, you, you know dog. that's a crock of shit. Yeah, because that shit get on my goddamn nerves, and you know that's a damn lie. Because everything you think you know he taught your ass that shit. Yes. Whether he gave it to a, a nigga of his to become a professor or a scholar, he taught that nigga. He taught all of them. He taught your ISIS paper chick. He taught your, uh, what that nigga name? Dr. Ben. And this is no disrespect, but he taught them niggas. Everything he wanted to teach them so that they could go and teach your ass the same shit. Because all of it is miseducation. It's misinformation and it's not right knowledge. I just got to put that shit on record. <laughs> Look at lost change. <laughs> but anyway, let's continue. Because I'll start from there. But there is nothing a Negro knows which a Caucasian somewhere does not know. And this makes a Negro a mental creation and mental prisoner of the Caucasian. Therefore, the Negro has no mental power capable of challenging his mental maker. The Caucasian teacher successfully cannot challenge. Hence, defeat was inevitable. 22. However, the challenge was justified, and the cause of the challenge was clear. Ethiopians saw that their children were being pushed schools and learning little or nothing and had reason to think that this negligence in education was being done intentionally by Caucasian teachers. The confrontation, here we go again, was very regrettable 
because the defeat was far-reaching and very bitter for our children in the sense that the Caucasian now feels justified in teaching our children even less than before so that our children will be less able to win a confrontation against their children in the future. And so our children will be less able to offer competition in all fields of endeavor against their children as time goes on. Can I get an amen? I hope y'all got that shit. That shit was heavy. That shit there is crazy. And mind you, this is 1967. This is 1960-motherfucking-7. You know how many generations came after that? Think about that shit. You know how many generations came after 1967? Our generation came in the 70s. Then our generation came in the 80s, the 90s, and 2000s. That's what? One, two, three, four. That's four generations, and we still can't compete with these motherfuckers. That's some deep-ass shit, ain't it? That's some strong shit. That motherfucker, let me go back. The confrontation was very regrettable because the defeat was far-reaching and very bitter for our children in the sense that the Caucasian now feels justified in teaching our children even less than before so that our children will be less able to win a confrontation against their children in the future. And so our children will be less able to offer competition in all fields of endeavor against their children as time goes on. What the mentally dead, the Negro, does not understand is that the Caucasians are dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, especially if the person is militant. Let me do that again. What the Negro, the mentally dead nigger, does not understand is that the Caucasians are dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, especially if the person is militant or of a disagreeable nature against Caucasians. Key word, especially if the person is militant or of a disagreeable nature against Caucasians. And this is one way the Caucasian tries to assure his continuous rule by ignorance and the gullible among us. So, dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, but check it, he's more dedicated and the militant nigger, the one whose nature is against that cracker, that's strong, ain't it? Like your Sadis, like your, what's the nigga name? Malik Shabazz, all them type of motherfuckers. That's who he's 
he's especially dedicated in. And this is one way the Caucasian tries to assure his continuous rule by ignorance and the gullible among us. No, 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 Chom. Chom says scary ass motherfuckers. No, 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 no. Malicia Bass ain't scared of them crackers. Sally ain't scared of them crackers. They militant. You know what I'm saying? But that's who he's dedicated in. Those ones right there. Dang, he, he, that's, that's his, he has an interest in those motherfuckers because they're the most ignorant. That's strong, ain't it? Yeah. I'll repeat that part again. I know it's a little slow. You know what I'm saying? Take a minute to get it. What the mentally dead Negro does not understand is that the Caucasians are dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, especially if the person is militant or of a disagreeable nature against Caucasians. And this is one way the, the Caucasian tries to assure his continuous rule by ignorance and the gullible among us. That's some strong-ass shit. That's a strong statement. You got to marinate on that. You got to, uh, you know what I'm saying, digest that. You got to give it a minute to digest. 23, we Ethiopians, what, you want to come in, Fireliners? Are you on the line? Thank you. Give me a mic check. Fireliners, your mic is wide open. Can we get a mic check? Uh, I'm mute. I don't know. We can't hear you. My check. Hey, how you doing today? Peace, peace, peace. Uh, okay, Babylon peace. I'm reading this different than what you just, uh, your interpretation. Let me tell you what I read from that. This is some, this is very deep. Um, and what what I read was that when the Caucasian saw that there were militants, you got to go back to the 60s again, goddammit. When they saw that there were militant Negroes, they had to tap down on the education. Before the 60s, they were on separate but equal. They wanted black people to be in their own shit, have go to their own schools, have their own teachers. When they saw that there were a group of militant black people, they decided on integration in order to get niggas into their system so that they would be able to control them. So let me read this part again here. What the mentally dead Negro does not understand is that Caucasians are dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, especially if the person is militant or yeah, of keep a them ignorant. nature. Mm-hmm. So if you are a disagreeable nigga, they really got to get you in the education system because that's the only way that they're going to be able to control you through that education system, why they're fucking upset 
about the 60% of black people who are dropping out of school because those are the disagreeable niggas. They want to make it mandatory that you get back into that school system so they can force feed you their education, which keeps you under their feet. Right. This is one way the Caucasian tries to assure his continuous rule by ignorance and the gullible among us. But when you use militant or of a disagreeable nature against Caucasians, yes, because necessarily most militant people have a disagreeable nature against Caucasians. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so it is not setting. Because I noticed that all the ones that are militant and and just be like all open, like I hate them fucking crackles, like, you know, Malisha Bass said, let's kill every white child and all that stupid shit. Those are not (laughs) militants, Don. Those are actors. They're not militants. Well, well, see, but okay. Well, listen. At the end of the, yeah, everybody's an actor. Every everybody is an actor. We know they acting, but they are the ones that he especially focuses his concentration on for his, you know, to continue to rule them by ignorance and gullible. He ruled them. Uh-huh. They are the most ignorant and gullible among us. That's what he, okay. why he said it. They are the most ignorant and gullible among us. The militant or or those that have a disagreeable nature against the Caucasian are the most ignorant and gullible among us. I don't think I'm ignorant. Well, see, that's why I knew that you would see it different, because I knew that you felt that it was you. Yeah. In this statement. I, 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 I don't consider you militant, though. Okay, well, at, at that time, I, I absolutely was. I was absolutely categorized as that. And so there But you can't be. You have a white doctor. <laughs> and you got Jew. You got white bloodline. <sighs> do you see my point? Do you see mine? Yes, I do. I see your point. And I think that you're misreading it because I really, truly think that what he is saying is that when you have disagreeable spirits, the best way to control them is to brainwash them. And you can't brainwash them outside of the system. You have to make sure they stay in the system in order to brainwash them. Right. And I, I agree with when you came in and spoke about how they, edu- how they use the education to, to turn that which is against them to become ignorant and gullible. I get that. Right? Is that what you said? Or when you first came on, the way you explained it from the, from the 60s and 70s? Yes. Right. But the issue that I think with you, Firelinus, is that you can't see it the way I said it because you're still seeing yourself as that militant or disagreeable nature against Caucasians. And so to flip it as in saying that we are that strong and militant that we don't like them motherfuckers and they can't control us, so they gave us education to dumb us down. 
and to make us ignorant and gullible. But if we read this shit completely, it literally says, and this is one way the Caucasian tries to assure his continuous rule, by ignorance and the gullible among us. This is in the same, this is the same, this sentence is not complete until the us at the period at the end. It starts off with what the mentally dead Negro does not understand is that the Caucasian are dedicated to keeping Ethiopians as ignorant as possible, comma, especially if the person is militant or of a disagreeable nature against Caucasian. And this is one way the Caucasian tries to assure his continuous rule by ignorance and the gullible amongst us, period. Okay. I, I get to, I get that. I, I also was bringing it into current day, which is another reason for them moving from the public school system to the charter school system. Keeping, that is keeping them under that guise of the education system because they no longer want – want to be able to uh, pay for your your education. They want you to think that you're getting a better education so you will continue to keep your children in the education system because they they duped you into believing the, the charter school is a better program. That's right. Right. Oh, absolutely. Because people are walking away from it, and they want to keep these babies in there. So they, they had to create the charter school and say, well, wait, you, you fed up with this? Well, we got this for you. Absolutely. Like it's a choice. Like you got a choice. Like you, have like you got something better. Like you got yeah, a better yeah. choice. Like, you got yeah. Yeah. Better than like there's a better choice. But right. there is yeah. no better choice other than, if, like he used the word, if that person is in their right mind, then they should be able to teach their child. And we know that 99.9% of black people are not in their right mind to even begin to start to build an education curriculum for our children because yeah. he's having simulated himself, his, himself in the minds of Nubian people for generation to generation. What will we start off teaching our children? If it, was just, if it was just a group of niggas right now, we got the money, we've already have the building built in every city and every state, now it's time to sit at a round table and say, let's start with math first. No, fuck math. Yeah, let's, do, let's do history first. And so <laughs> now we're sitting there and we say, now how, what are we going to discuss in, in, in history for first graders? Right. Let's start with first grade first for those that are five and seven years old. Mm-hmm. What are we going to teach? What will be the first subject in our history? In our history. Come on. Somebody say it. Well, our history. Our yeah, history. what would be the, the, the book? When we say, okay, class, open your book. Open your history book to chapter one. Page five, and let's begin reading our history. What will we be reading about? Before Adam and Eve. <laughs> we right about so that. Now, that's good, because that should have to predate right. religion. And yes, religion is older so than the whole slavery back. bullshit. You're absolutely that's right. exactly right. We have to but go way me, back. Me. We have to start them off yes. just like the El's Holy Tablet. Yes. 
but, no, but the beginning, let me go the back creation. to what Babylon, Babylon, let me give you this equation, Babylon, because I, I heard Don say this. When they're putting together their formula, okay, let's do a math formula. When they're putting together their formula on how to maintain power, the reason that we fell behind, Don, is because of the unknown factor, the X. When when you do um, X equal ten, X plus Y. Uh, how how does that equation? Y'all know I ain't a math thing, but uh, there's always an X. You know, in algebra where you have yeah. to find the, what the X is. We will. They know the X. We don't know their X. You you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the unknown. Yeah, we don't solve for X. We have to solve for X, and because we don't know what their X is, we're always fucking behind the the nine ball. Yeah. Okay, let's continue real quick because I um we got less than an hour and thirty minutes remaining. We got to get through count two. But uh, three four seven, we need a quick mic check from you if you want your mic open. Can we get a mic check? All right, three four. No, doc. Oh, my bad. That's you? I'm sorry. You're back on. Continue. continue okay, continue. good. All right, let me check on 804 real quick. 289. Can I get a mic check? 804-289. Yo, what's up, y'all? Hey, Kufu, Magneto, uh, Jojo, uh, Kufu, yeah. so whatever your new name is. Oh, Happy New Year, baby. How you doing? I'm doing my best. Doing my best. Uh, 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 you can't leave Usir out there. I said Usir. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, anything you want to say before we keep it pushing? Oh, yeah, you can uh, call me, call me on my private line, right? Um, tomorrow, call me tomorrow, all right, on my private line. Okay, baby. All right? Okay, all right, baby. JoJo, uh, JoJo, please listen to the show tomorrow. We're going to talk about your favorite subject. Ooh, wonder what that is. So <laughs> tune in tomorrow night at 9 o'clock, Hot Damn Politics. Bet, bet. All right, man. All right, I'm going to go ahead and mute you real quick because I know you got a loud background. I can hear it. All right, let's keep it pushing. Um, 23, we, the Ethiopians, need our own educational system and our own knowledge to teach. Any Ethiopian may have a master's degree of doctor or philosophy degree in Caucasian education and still be ignorant. An Ethiopian may have a master's degree or doctor of philosophy degree in Caucasian education and still be ignorant, ignorant of his origin, ignorant of his real name, language, culture in general, ignorant of the true origin of the racist, ignorant of the origin of the universe and the sun, the planet, and satellites thereof, and even does not know what race he is a member of what we must do is not challenge the quality of education which the caucasian offers but challenge what he offers i'm gonna stop right there blah blah because i remember you touched on this yesterday you want me to repeat that do you jump in real quick let's do it again yeah, we what yeah. we must do is not challenge 
the quality of education which the Caucasian offers, but challenge what he offers. Go. Take it away. Now, simply, simply that means that you, the quality of his education is kind of like what Fireline S talked about, like whether or not our children get the same math books, whether or not they got the same kind of desk, whether or not they get the same Yeah, that's bullshit. That's that old goddamn quality education bullshit, and that ain't got nothing to do with learning. So then, Dr. York goes on to say that we can't challenge the quality, talking about just, you know, how they treat us at school, the quality of his education that we receive. We should challenge what he teaches. Like, for instance, 360, is that right or is that wrong? Because if that's wrong, then all of your textbooks are wrong and everything you teach is wrong. So now there's no need in going to your system until you figure out the one that's right. And that's the only true freedom for Nubian people if they understand a system like that based on facts, based on truths, and not participate in a phony system that's been proven to be false. That's Absolutely. The, that's Nubian, yeah, it's that's not Nubian the quality of education, problem. like the books and the desks and the heat. <laughs> yeah. And the fucking new deal. It's what he teaches. <laughs> and, and, and this just a, just a minor example along the things of what he teaches. Now we can name a billion things that he teaches wrong, not only mathematically, historically, scientifically, just every goddamn thing. But I say that your first group would have to be mathematics, not because I'm fucking into it, but because it presents facts that cannot be disproven. It presents facts. Once you present the facts, then those facts will have to be mathematically disproven. They Absolutely. Can't be disproven by saying no shit right. like. Uh, well, okay, Avalon, we got to keep it going. We got to keep it going. Okay. I, I hate to cut you off because you you gonna fucking flow all the way. I hate because <laughs> we we got to got to knock this out. But we do have a, a, a statement in the chat room though. Look at self guided talking about yeah this nigga gonna rant. <laughs> In a minute, Babylon gonna fuck around and be just like that pie in that 360. In, in circle ain't 360. <laughs> okay. Wait. We, we can try to look at it like that, but in the end result, we gonna all fall down to the same shit I'm talking You're about. Right. You're right. You're absolutely right. But in let, the end of the day, we're gonna gotta return to this shit I'm talking about. I know Everybody. it. Okay, let's go into the chat room real quick. Um, 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 uh, Psyconti says, I was brought up in a southern racist, worthless town. I never saw the black students being treated wrong. And my question to Psyconti is, do you have any black children? Oh, Seiko, Seiko Nite. Whatever. But see, but, now um, we're dealing with quality and not with see, reality. No, I got to ask this person, do you got black children? Because you would never, you ain't, you ain't able to see if you don't even have black children. Great like, question, I never man. saw black people treat black students treat wrong, <laughs> treated wrong, but you have to make that statement as a black parent first. Right. You can't make that statement as a Caucasian. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So right. if you're Caucasian, your statement people. is moot. But I can understand yeah. if you was a black parent saying, I never experienced my child being treated wrong. But this is not based on the quality of education. This is based on 
what Why? it offers. We want because our if you, if, cause, cause we can honestly say, say, we can say in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s mm. that in order for that statement to be true by whatever race we are, that I never saw a black child or black student being treated wrong, they should be making over $600,000 a year. Let's say from the 60s, 600000 once they graduated from his education system, to the 70s, which would be 900000 those that graduated. And from the 80s, them motherfuckers should be making a million motherfucking dollars. In the 90s, they should have been up at least $2 million a year. And from the goddamn, this is based on his education system now. <laughs> and then from uh, what I say, from the 2000, this uh, motherfucker, the minimum wage should be for any black child that was taught by Mr. White man. They should at least be making this minimum wage, Jack, three million motherfucking dollars a goddamn year. <laughs> right. So to, it shows you that, yes, his education system does not work for any black child because you're always going to get the crumbs that fall from your master's table. You were taught that in elementary. And that crumb is like, what, $4 a fucking hour. I remember when I first became a teenager, minimum wage was $4 a fucking hour. You mean to tell me even with a goddamn high school, uh, what you call a diploma in college too? The average Negro with his education degree is making less. Mm. And this, this, whatever minimum wage is before taxes. <laughs> so that right. don't even count. They say minimum wage seven or eight dollars. Just take off twenty two percent of that. Call taxes. Then we deal with the bottom line. And um, and then medical care, insurance and shit, it's over. I mean, no money. You make a dollar. I was going to say, Don, look like you got your answer based on his, uh, his, on their answer. What What they they say now? What they say? Oh, uh, oh, are you saying, the first one tells it all. Are you saying that my value, my um, opinion is worthless? I want equality too. Who speaks like that? Someone who's not. Well, I mean, then you have to get it from your own. If you want right. equality, Sikon or Sion, because it seems to be you're a Caucasian. So if you want quality, too, you have to go to your own and demand that. You can't get it here. you got to fight for your own civil rights. Yeah. But see, this is what happens when I say They don't understand equality. And in that, in that case, they wanted you out of sight, out of mind, and there was no equal and separate but equal. So that's why he can make that statement that he didn't know that that was happening because he never saw it. And he doesn't he even have a black child. And he doesn't that's even right. have a black child. So, you know, that that's like, that, yeah. that's yeah, that's, that statement is, is is not true unless you're black and you can make that statement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but anyway, black and you know it's getting you know it's getting real goddamn hectic now, Firelinus, because I met a woman um, who is designing a, a blog, right? This shit is crazy, and her blog is is for teachers, parents, um, faculty, or whatever to 
deal with their, to be able to handle their questions or whatever they have in pardon of what take place. Like, so if a student doesn't, you know, if some shit pop off, you go to that site and you ask for help with that. So if a, if a parent was pissed off how the principal or the or the teacher did the child, they go to the site and they express what their concerns are, and other teachers and principals that join this site will be able to assist them in any problems or questions that they have. You know, you know, shit that got real hectic. Oh yeah, yeah. But the teachers are actually filing for post traumatic stress disorder because it's just so difficult dealing with these students. And so, therefore, they need some psychological help. This well, let me tell you something. I got a true, a true reality. When Sananda started first grade, and, you know, this was a long time ago because she's 18 now. And I didn't know this, but the, just the first, the six-year-olds, six- and seven-year-olds of the teacher the, uh, grade, the classes Sananda was in, the teacher had a nervous breakdown. Uh-huh. And she left. Yeah. She yeah. couldn't take it. Yeah. She shouldn't have been in the occupation in the first fucking place. <laughs> it wasn't for her. It wasn't for yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking ran that woman crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's continue. The um, uh, uh, Let's go back to the quality. What we must do is not challenge the quality of education, which the Caucasian offers, but challenge what he offers. What he offers is usually a lot of lies, unless you are able to give the true meaning to his lies. For example, the Caucasian writes that George Washington never told a lie. It is true that Washington did not tell a lie because he told many lies. It was not just one. A means one. Caucasian quality education is still stigmatic education for Ethiopians. For Ethiopians and Caucasians are opposites by nature and thereby have opposite natures and therefore should receive opposite education. What we Ethiopians must do is search nature for its laws and codes and way by which we must survive and strive and write our educational books and necessary information for our adults and our children. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Somebody got a mic on. Okay. I apologize for that. That was an open mic. All right. Did we all get that? Let's move on. One of the purposes of these booklets, known as the Nine Ball, is to set the stage and outline the facts and procedure necessary for restoration of our Egyptian Ethiopian culture, our own way of life. The restoration of our own culture will make us master will make us masters of our own destiny. The Caucasian race is dedicated to keeping Ethiopians mentally dependent. For mental dependency maintains physical and economic dependencies, and economic dependency presupposes alien exploitation. Never forget that the Caucasian Jew is a member of the Caucasian race, and therefore his nature and purpose are the same as that of other Caucasians. Exploitation of darker peoples 
through world domination, living on and suppressing darker peoples via the crude and cruel doctrine of scapegoatism. Anybody want to add to that real quick? <laughs> the doctrine of scapegoatism. Everything is your niggas' fault. If it wasn't for you niggas, we wouldn't have a, a deficit. If it wasn't for you niggas, we wouldn't be paying for food stamps. If it wasn't for you niggas, neglecting mm-hmm. the fact that the greatest number of, of these these dependent people are white people. If they just mm-hmm. keep saying that shit, people will accept it and believe it as right. true. You are the for, for everything that goes wrong. If it wasn't for you niggas, there'd be no crime. All that shit. All all that. Neglecting the fact that the majority of people who are murdered are murdered by white people. Neglecting the fact that the white, that Caucasians are the largest number of of serial killers. So a nigga will shoot a nigga, but a white person will wipe out a whole company. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's right. Shoot up the mall. mall. That's right. Mm-hmm. I heard I heard him say A means one, letting niggas know that the trick is um he never told A lie. That the trick that the tricks he plays in the alphabets are related to mathematics. I agree. Yep, A means one, few means three, mm-hmm. many means four, several means That's seven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one, the word one means one. Yeah. The word Absolutely. B means to to be. Yeah. This is this it's a mathematical language and l- until we address that it's gonna be trouble. But I'm listening to I who listen to who based on numbers. I said I'm listening to 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 you finish. I, I I wanted to say something about the last word you said but five liners came in. Scapegoatism. Scapegoatism is is Judaism. I didn't say Judaism. I said Judasism, where Judas becomes the scapegoat for Jesus. Or somebody going to come and be the scapegoat for black people. Or somebody going to suffer the brunt and black people going to escape this on some crystal city with 144,000 and they're not going to suffer. This is scapegoatism. And it makes the people procrastinate and put off what they could and should do with their own goddamn hands and put it in the hands of the future. That's scapegoatism. Right. Right is right, done. Huh? I said right is right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Cyclone, uh, I'm saying your name wrong. I apologize. But um, they said that all I'm saying is that eventually white and black will have to heal the rift and take back what is ours from the people that stole our independence. Why do everybody skip over what the fuck we all just read, though? After everything we read, it's like when we get to one point, it's like everything else is forgotten. That's the spell of fucking forgetfulness. Because if Dr. York say by the cycle, by the, by, the, by the law of the cycle of opposites, this is a law now, the cycle of opposites, this cracker got to fall. By the law of evolution, this cracker got to die. By the law of the same opposites, you got to rule. 
by the law of the same evolution or revolutionary forces you got to live. So where in it does it say anything about equality or living together or a melting pot or joining forces or healing or anywhere in that? That ain't how nature works. You go against nature, you get destroyed. It don't work with you and help you fuck it up. That's because people don't like facts. That's yep. You said that in the beginning. This is based on facts. Laws, truths, and this nature. is the truth. Nature. nature. That's right. It goes up, it's coming down. It goes around, it comes back around. You reap what you fucking sow. You need to do unto others as you have them do unto you. These are the laws. And if you don't, then your repayment, the compensation, the pendulum will swing the other fucking mm-hmm. way. And mm-hmm. it's on that swing. But niggas that scared want to goddamn hold on to the cracker side and keep the pendulum over there so the damn thing can't swing. And that's what we're experiencing now, a backdraft. Adverse forces, black devils, trying to stop the truth and trying to suppress the truth when they know they fucking hear the truth. And oh, yeah, so i tell you this, though, on, on, since, you, since you ain't saying nothing, on the note of and stuff God had given me the floor to talk and to rant, i tell you this, <laughs> that, that the nine base matrix and the ten place matrix is one point of attack on this system or challenge for this system that people could take. And this is in accordance with all the laws of Nuwapu, because the nine base matrix and the ten place matrix is not some group thinking or some Smurf village thinking, see. It's a do it yourself type of thing where you do it your fucking self. And he said offer people a do it yourself solution. And that mm-hmm. solution should challenge this current power structure. But don't nobody want to challenge this current power structure. That's why they, you know, hide on Facebook and hide in different other avenues and friend the nigga and then don't even want to talk to the nigga that they getting their information from because they know the nigga telling them the truth and the truth is attached to what might happen to them if they found out that they're hearing the truth. It's the same thing just like the movie, the book 1984. Niggas are pros and, and working for the government and they have a set thing to be in front of that TV screen and let the government know where they are. And during the times when they take 15 minutes to talk to somebody like, let's say, me, then that's when they ain't being watched. But all the other time, they have to make like they don't know me. Act like they don't know mm-hmm. you, baby. Mm-hmm. So they sneak. And, they ain't and talking talk about me. Let's, let's, wait, let, let's get this straight. I know, I'm, I know. I'm just using you because you said somebody like me. So yeah, it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? So they sneak to talk to you, but then they pretend as if you don't exist in their life so they could just keep soft. What's that word, Dr. Yo, use now? Soft shoe. Soft shoe. Soft shoe. Soft shoe. Soft shoe. Soft shoe. Absolutely. <laughs> right. and, they think, and they think nobody don't see that. They think people who don't see that, see that they ain't shit. Ain't nobody going to take now one of y'all dumbass niggas to no kind of fight or to no kind of nothing, to do nothing in the state of mind that y'all niggas in. Forget about it. So don't even worry about it. You right. got to have Okay, Psycho said, seen. remember this. Not all whites, like me, thinks that blacks are just escape slaves. I have worked 
fought and bled with black men and women. I was raised in racist East Texas. I had to re-educate myself. I am not the enemy. <laughs> we know you're not. We know you're not. Yeah, so um, it's, so it's not going to be no equality. So it's no equality going into somebody else's system that they rule. And but you know, well, here's what's so interesting about when equality kicks in for Caucasian and when it also kicks in for certain black people. If Sakon got what he wanted from his Caucasian kind, he would not be amongst us today. I hear exactly what you're saying. Don. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and if any of you niggas got your equality from Mr. White Man, you would not even be participating in this goddamn show today or any show right. that we do. Equality is based on one person wanting to get it. And if that person got it, it now belongs in what we call the doghouse with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? It's so it's it's just, that's why I said that equal shit is based on what you want. Because, like, I noticed something even watching Atlanta Housewives, and this shit kind of hurt my heart because I like NeNe. Hmm. When NeNe refused to do the play with Candy, to do Candy's play. Now, she's some kind of big-time actress now in her fucking mind. Right. You know, she named all these white men that put her fucking on, on NBC <laughs> or Glee and the new norm and all that fucking shit and looked down at goddamn Candy on her stage play called A Mother's Love that she don't want to do it because now she has her equality with Mr. Caucasian. Mm. So she's not going to, you see what I'm saying? And that shit right. fucking hurt my heart. That shit kind of, because I was like, damn, now I have no fucking respect for you. Because that's okay. what that's what that to each his own equality means. So when a nigga gets it from Mr. White Man, it refused to even help someone that may be black and of greater status than they are, but it refused to even take a, a, a simple goddamn offer as I would be honored. I would be honored. And right. mind you, my, for the record, Mr. White Man kicked the bitch to the curve. Kicked Mimi right. to the curve. She's still under some fucking illusion of, of Ryan Seacrest. I think that was a name she called out. Like, motherfucker, Ryan Seacrest. Motherfucker, who the who the who who. You know what I'm saying? All right. this other cracker shit. When goddamn Candy asked her, I would love for you to be in my play. Because mm. this is what you do. You act. Right. You're an actress. Yes. This bitch said, nah, nigga. It's gonna be a no nigga shit. <laughs> Not after I've been, um, my, I was the only nigga on television amongst a bunch of crackers acting. I refuse to be a nigga on stage acting with a bunch of fucking niggas. That shit fucked me up. And now she ain't even got a platform except for how. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, everybody was in uh, Candy's play. Mm. Shirley Murdoch. Eddie wow. Levert, the list goes on, and the list goes on. Hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She, she had an all-star, heavy hitter. 
This bitch here done pissed me off. That's that equal op, equal rights or equality bullshit. I'm going to play the mothership. We got 90 seconds, okay? And the mothership okay. is about to take off, so call in, Skype in here the next hour of the show. All right, let's go. Well, all right. Sasha, citizens of the universe, recording angels. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year group. All right. Hear the noise. Ain't nobody but me anymore. Get down. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Are relics that predate the universe itself. What lies within her appears to be one of them. The nine realms are not eternal. They had a dawn as they will have a dusk. But before that dawn, the baddest bitch in El Cologne reigned absolute and unchallenged. Don, Don made a weapon out of that darkness and it was called the Ether. While the other relics often appear as stones, the baddest bitch in El Cologne is fluid and ever-changing. It changes matter into dark matter. It seeks out host bodies, drawing strength from their life force. Don, Don sought to use the Ether's power to return the universe to one darkness. 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 You underestimate the power of the dark side. Your powers are weak. Long before the birth of light, there was darkness. And from that darkness came the baddest bitch in El Cologne. Millennia ago, the most ruthless of their kind, Don Coleon, sought to transform our universe back into one of eternal night. Such evil was possible through the power of the ether, an ancient force of infinite destruction. You underestimate the power of the dark side. Your powers are weak. Thank you. 
Baddest bitch in El Colum, 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 you cannot escape destiny, except your fate. You are beaten. Yeah, the darkness is once again visible, niggas. You know what time it is. You've tuned in to WGAG Radio at this time for one reason only, to hear the greatest voice transmitting throughout cyberspace. You know who she is, the sublime oracle, the baddest bitch in El Cologne. Yeah, it's time for the Don Nicoleone Show. Underestimate the power of the dark side. The baddest bitch in El Cologne. 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 Don Nicoleone. Don Nicoleone. Your thoughts betrayed you. Your powers are weak. So you've chosen to die here. Expect no mercy. There is no escape. You cannot escape destiny. Accept your fate.
give yourself to the dark side. It is useless to resist. Do not resist. Unwise. This is the end. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Give yourself to the dark side. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Give yourself to the dark side. Do you now understand the power of the dark side? But it ends here. Now give it up for the bad bitch in El Colón, Dawn, Nicoleone. You know, it's like that, being the bad bitch in El Colón. And sometimes, just because you're the bad bitch in El Colón, you might just want to masturbate. I do a cool tackle, that's why I don't think I'm on alcohol. I need a fee, I shook shell alcohol. Why cool, I shook isn't fini. I knew Farugan shell alcohol. Why alcohol isn't Farugan shell me? I need a wahid my alcohol. Why alcohol isn't wahid my me? Any Akilu and Jihu Kama Farugan shell alcohol. Why cool Kama Farugan? Ani akilu akwenu kul dik ani akfizu fi el kolon kama kafiza izu lia amazu fi el kolon ani akabaha wahud el kolon izu ania el kolon yakilu ani akilu el kolon yadmalu ani abmalu. Love of the all and all love is in me. I am a part of the all and the all is a part of me. I am one with the all and the all is one with me. I can succeed as a part of the all and fail as an individual. I can be all that I wish in the all as long as my wish is to stay in the all. I'm never alone. The all is, I am. The all can, I can. The all does, the all does I do. That right. Show. Hope y'all enjoyed that first hour. It's dated uh, January 14, 2014. Welcome to the Don Nicoleone Show, Behind the Nine Ball Count 2, Part 2. Yep. Y'all gave me, what, two hours, three hours? Yeah, two hours of it. So, yeah, in the new day, you'll be listening to the last hour of that show. <laughs> 
great day to everybody tuning in to the Don Nicole Young Show, baby. It's 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday on WGAG Radio. That's real nigga radio, please believe me. Special shout out to my peoples on the call lines. If you need to call in, number call in number is 515-605-9828 or 1-425-569-5274. This is a U.S. number, by the way. And uh, hit one if you want to chop it up with us or just continue to listen to the show. Great day to everybody in uh, the after party. That's our 24-hour voice-activated chat room on PowerTalk.com. Special shout-out to Arishka Gall 2020. What's up, boo? Got to show some love to Bingy D in the building. Brian Orion, where you at, babe? One time for Metru Nefiru Tamaray is in this motherfucker. Miss Hudson, hope all is well with you. Great day, Miss Hudson. Sister Zena in the building. Ah. And you already know, special shout-out to Jay Jubal, Jay One over there. Let me cross the motherfucking street and holler at some of these sailmates over there on Lockdown Radio again. That's a YouTube channel, Lockdown Radio again. That's all one word. Go to YouTube, find it. You'll see the jail, bird, kitchen, and all that goddamn shit over there. Subscribe, like, hit the bell button. You'll be notified when we go live or stream live into the YouTube channel, Lockdown Radio. Great day, Elise Power. Power. Elise, what's up with you, baby? Special shout out to Star Dancer Supreme in the building. Star Dancer, did you leave us uh, about what two weeks ago when I was playing the um, whatever that shit called the hearing for the uh, Supreme Court chick? Did you leave? Did you get mad and leave me, boo? That's what I want to know. Great day. Uh, we find out that this bitch is for pedophiles, honey, and she wants to goddamn force children into some gender goddamn uh, bullshit. But, hey, you know, you stay a little long, you find out a little bit more. But I ain't see you no more. I ain't see you no more. Start dancing. I just want to know that you get mad. But it's good to see you, though. Welcome home, baby. <laughs> Oh, you had a phone call to deal with. I hope everything's okay then um, on your end. But great day to you once again, Star Dancer Supreme. One time for Essentials X More in the building. Great day to everyone. Never miss a channel. Listen to the Don Colleon Radio. Thank you, baby, man. That means a lot. That means a lot. That means a lot around here, man. Look here, man. Uh, don't look up. Don't look up, boys and girls. Nassau confirms a 1,000-plus-foot-wide asteroid will approach Earth this April. They are basically saying April 28th at 2.46 a.m. UTC. That's what they call That's what they said. Uh, I told y'all one was coming anyway. I told y'all that, um, I don't know, last month or two. An asteroid that is estimated to be one of the largest space rocks to approach Earth throughout 2022 will be making its close approach to Earth this month. So close. So it's going to be close, but it ain't going to hit it because it can't because we're under a dome and can't nobody fucking get out this damn dome. So anyway, the asteroid is called 4181352008 Alpha G Golf 33. And according to data 
from Nassau Center for for Near Earth Studies, that's C N E O S, the um or C Neos. The space rock will be making its closest approach with Earth on April 28th at 2:46 a.m. UTC. Um. Um. Shit. Where it will come within two million miles of Earth. <laughs> While two million miles is certainly quite a distance in astronomical terms, is relatively small with the moon being an average of 238,000 miles away from Earth and Mars being 140 million miles from Earth. I don't believe none of that shit. There is no way I can see some shit 238 million miles away. Y'all believe that shit if you want to. There's no way I can see Mars being 140 million miles away. That is bullshit. But anyway, 2008 AG33 is estimated to be anywhere between 1,083 feet and 2,428 feet in diameter. And if the asteroid's higher estimate is more accurate, it would mean that the 2008 AG33 is as wide as two Empire State buildings stacked on top of each other. Why are they calling it 2008 AG33? Are we in 2008? Anyway, if its diameter is closer to 1,083 feet, it would mean it's the same size as the Eiffel Tower. So NASA's database reveals that there is an even larger space rock on this way with its diameter estimated to be one. Point one miles across, that type of shit. So um, I looked up a little bit more, but ain't nothing, ain't really nothing, but, you know, it's already been reported. And you can go to Nassau if you trust them son of a bitches uh, to find out about that. <laughs> you can go to Nassau if you want some more information from these lying-ass motherfuckers. Jay Jizzle. Or even 100 miles away, shit, what the fuck, don't look up. Yeah, we're in April now, don't worry about it, ain't that going to happen, J1. Ain't that going to happen, we'll still be here, man. Ain't nothing going to happen. Ain't nothing going to happen. I need to check out NASA's site, though, because you know these motherfuckers be full of shit, you know. I, I need to check out the full of shitters. It's very important you check out the full of shitters, you know. See what the full of shitters say. <laughs> But it's something to think about, though, right? What up, Patrice, once again? Zena, good to see you, baby. Uh, they, girl, they, now, Zena, J1, whatever your name is, where you get this capping from? This is the second time in two days I see, I see you using the word capping. They be capping. <laughs> you hanging around somebody, you got you a young nigga, huh, J1? You fucking around with a young nigga again? How old is it, J1? How old? You using capping. Come on, J1. Come on, J1, you don't hang around with nobody but us, so we know. You got you a young-ass nigga, J1. Come on, you got you another young nigga. Got you a young nigga, J1. Come on, you can tell us. I ain't finna say shit. I ain't finna shit. I don't, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm talking about? You got you a young nigga. You're, you're around them. You're around them niggas my children age. First time I heard capping was from my damn children. <laughs> God damn, second time, J1, you want to tell Oh, I don't miss the trash today. You ain't going to tell me, J1. J1, you got your young nigga. What up, T. Marie? 
Great day, Twain Stock. Devil R's up in this motherfucker, man. Hope all is well with you in the L's. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Okay, I get it. Okay, got it. Okay, got it. So you just um, listening to rap music or something? J1. Um, China. China. You saw that shit, Twain. China, <laughs> y'all got to see the picture, but I don't feel like getting up. Y'all got to Google this shit. Look at this goddamn picture they got for this motherfucker. This on Futurism, though. But China done strapped a loudspeaker to a robot dog so it can scream at people to stay home. Stay home! Just in case they still didn't get the message. Now, don't forget now, China is on lockdown. Kind of, sort of, but not really-ish. Yeah, they are on lockdown. Remember, I told y'all that. That's why it's coming to a states near you. A robot dog in Shanghai, China, is roaming the goddamn streets barking COVID-19 safety instructions through a loudspeaker, crudely strapped to his back, amid one of the tightest lockdowns the city has faced since the beginning of the pandemic. Videos. Y'all got to check out the videos now. You got videos of it. Where Brian? Brian, find me a video of this goddamn dog, robot dog, roaming the streets in Shanghai, China. <laughs> find, find me the video real quick. I'll play it for these motherfuckers. So the video is widely circulating online, showed a small black quadruple cuddling down on an empty city street while blaring out instructions via a megaphone loosely slung around its back with what appears to be black and yellow caution tape, a dystopian nightmare or a cute demonstration of public health tech. What the fuck is this shit? So Shanghai is currently facing one of its most serious waves of confirmed cases of COVID yet, so they say. The city has been in full lockdown since the end of March with a new sub-variant, a sub-variant of the Omicron variant driving a spike in illness. Y'all is coming here. I've been telling y'all this shit. All right, so According to routers or rudders, whatever fuck they call, residents aren't even allowed to leave their homes to take out their trash. Despite the strict lockdown measures, Shanghai reported less than 8,000 asymptomatic cases and 438 symptomatic cases on April 3rd, a far cry from much more severe past outbreaks of COVID in other parts of the world. So, that motherfucker laughed too. Wait a minute, y'all. Y'all want to see it? Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Let me get my ass up and show y'all this retarded ass shit here. Okay. Uh, let me get up. All right. Let me oh. take it to the... Hold on, mute that. Let me let y'all see. Y'all want to see this shit? <laughs> All right. All right, let me uh, first let me uh, open up this cam in the after party. Second, <laughs> let me uh, let me remove some of the YouTube from yesterday's. Uh, and all right, here we go. Where that shit at? What the fuck is this? It the what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. All right, boys and girls. 
right, let's get this bullshit. Listen, look at this little motherfucker. Wait a minute, let me blow this bitch up. Look at this. <laughs> this shit ain't funny. This shit sad. Well, that that's just a robot dog with a megaphone on the back of it going around the streets in Shanghai, China, shouting instructions to tell people to stay indoors. Yo, they got a fucking robot. It's over. It's over! They got a goddamn robot dog, y'all. Y'all know what the fuck? Them robot dogs gonna beat the hell out y'all. Gonna eat y'all motherfuckers alive. Look at this shit. God damn it. Americans ain't ready for this shit. Look at this motherfucker here. This is the Terminator. That's just a robot dog with a megaphone on the back of it, going around the streets in Shanghai, China, shouting instructions to tell people to stay indoors, lockdown instructions, over two years into a situation. And seeing as China is a bit of a look into the future... Maybe it's coming to a town near you, Look Sarah. at this little motherfucker. Rewind this little piece of shit back. I can't... It's a little cute little motherfucker, too, though. That shit just... <laughs> I can't believe I'm in this world. What that? Look at that little motherfucker, man. Can y'all believe that shit? Oh, my God. Refresh y'all YouTube. That way y'all can catch up with me. Um, so, yeah, China straps a loudspeaker on the robot dog. Now, whew, I can't even breathe. Well, the robot dog with a loudspeaker will prevent those numbers from rising exp- exponentially remains to be seen, but... They'll wager a guess and say it won't exactly have a very big impact. They, they want motherfuckers in the house. Why do they want people in the house? I think they want people in the fucking house, man, because some aliens are coming. I don't understand that shit. Uh, you know you need some sunshine, some fresh fucking air, right? It ain't like the air is contaminated. Well, the air is contaminated, but... Uh, Anyway, let's move on. That's that. So that's your robot dog. In ch- Yo, I'm done. I'm so fucked. <laughs> Jesus, help us all, please. Please help us all. Oh, Jesus, I need you to jump down, man. This is not, this is not it. This is not it. Y'all need these motherfuckers to jump down, Shadow. Uh... Y'all don't fuck with futurism. Futurism, I fuck with their site. Um, futurism, it gives you everything that these son of a bitches is doing currently, or coming out doing. Uh, got you know, coming out and shit. So, let me click on mental health real quick and see what they got. Government moves to decriminalize marijuana. 
Police find five fetuses in home of anti-abortion activists. What? Police find five fetuses in the home of an anti-abortion activist. What the fuck? Well, you know what? That makes sense. It's kind of like saying police found five dead kids at a at the the founder of Save the Children goddamn <laughs> organization or some shit. Some experts are starting to suspect that antidepressants can be quite dangerous. No shit, Sherlock. Anyway, so, but, um, suicide hotline is sharing people's data with a for-profit company, so don't be calling them motherfuckers. They making money off your ass. Suicide Hotline, boys and girls. Suicide Hotline, making that money off y'all. Don't call you want me to call Suicide Hotline. I should call the Suicide Hotline. Look at Twain doing all these flashbacks in April 6th. And some warriors doing her baby makeup. Where we at? Oh, that's the other house. I don't remember that shit. Um, all right, so we got Will Smith, this motherfucker. They got Will Smith saying that he's going into a um, rehabilitation clinic. But remember I said yesterday, some motherfucker who supposedly know Will Smith said that this motherfucker is in Dubai. But all of a sudden, it's just words coming out, but no Will Smith. I'm going back to the show yesterday, boys and girls. That motherfucker has already been executed. Beheaded. <laughs> right, J1? Twain, you look like you might need to take your ass to the um, to lockdown radio, baby. You letting the air out. Um, so, yeah, J1, I'm with that. That nigga A&E. That nigga A&E. Then A&E. I think he A&E, man. Yeah, yeah, it's over for him because he doesn't exist, and he didn't, he never existed. Yeah, it's over. It's over, man. Everybody's speaking except for this motherfucker. And then they got this old plagiarized-ass letter. They got this plagiarized-ass letter that he supposedly wrote, uh, Will don't write. Will do a whole goddamn Instagram, TikTok. He do videos. Trust me, I pay attention to that nigga. He do videos and shit. That motherfucker take a video and say, I fucked up, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. He'll say what the fuck he want to say. This is a fake-ass Will Smith. I am so done with the whole Will Smith shit now. Now, uh, but first, first we need to really see the indictments first, okay, boys and girls? Brian, you know about the indictment? We need to see the indictment. We need to see the indictment. Yeah, yeah we need proof like a motherfucker shouted pimp. All right, so on the other side of town, on the other side of town, we have, um, oh, oh, let me see if this if this worth getting up and showing y'all a video. Now, y'all know that um, I guess T.I. is supposed to be a comedian now, which I never laughed at that motherfucker at all. But um, 
They said that who the fuck is Kayla Nicole and pay her to support his wife? Who the fuck are these people? Uh, here we go. T- Rapper T.I. goes off on comedian, calls her nigga for joking about his assault allegations. Let's see if we got it on video. Da-na-na-na-na. Oh, we do got it on video. Check it out.
ridiculous. One more time. Y'all know I like ridiculous. One more time.
She's a comedian. I didn't know she was a comedian. She didn't say shit funny. She should have just straight clowned that nigga as a comedian. That's what I would have done. Anyway, um, Lauren Kay held her own when an outraged T.I. told her to stop playing with me. Stop playing with me, nigga. She reminded him that this is my shit just before he snatched the mic out of her hand. Security guards surrounded them. Blah, 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 blah. All right, this is what I got for y'all, because I think there's another video. We need to look up Lauren Kay. She's a comedian. Oh, here it is. Okay, this is Glock. The comedian is at She's Lauren Kay, says T.I. was being a heckler, telling her to take her wig off and got hit with, uh, I'll take my wig off when you address those allegation response. Oh, that was pretty good. So I'm going to explain this one time. This is about what happened at One Night Only at our bar on Edgewood with myself and T.I. T.I. came to the show. It's about over anyway. It's an open mic. He comes. He does like 30 minutes. Now, after he gets off stage, I'm going to the next shit. I'm hosting. I'm talking about marriage and shit. He's cutting me off, telling me to shut the fuck up, calling me all kind of bitches, heckling me. What? I'm like, all right, come on. Wait a minute. This nigga is in a, a comedian. Heckling another comedian. What the fuck? T.I. really? What happened to all that shit you was talking last month about being a comedian, how you respect all comedians and all that shit? And you show up to this female shit while she hosting and you doing her like that nigga. He jealous. He jealous. That nigga's jealous. That nigga's jealous. So, I'm going to explain this one time. This is about what happened at one night only at our bar on Edgewood with myself and T.I. T.I. came to the show. It's about over anyway. It's an open mic. He comes. He does like 30 minutes. Now, after he gets off stage, I'm going to the next shit. I'm hosting. I'm talking about marriage and shit. He's cutting me off, telling me to shut the fuck up, calling me all kind of bitches, heckling me. So... I'm like, all right, come on, stop playing with me. Like, it's crazy. You keep going, and I can't say nothing to you. He then starts yelling about how I need to take my wig off multiple times. Take your wig off right now. Cutting me off. Take your wig off right now. Because a lot of y'all are saying I took a cheap shot. This nigga was literally going on and on harassing me. I don't know why my eyes turn hazel. That shit is really ugly. But anyway, I said, I'll take my wig off when you speak on the allegation. Tight, except for him. Nobody was trying to, nobody ever called him a rapist. I responded to him telling me in a room full of people to rip my wig off and made a joke just like he did. So if you got a problem with it, not mine. Damn. How you going to show up? You done did your 30 fucking minutes, nigga. And this chick hosting and you going off on her ass. Start dancing. What you got? You see, Tip had no smoke for male comedians. He didn't. That nigga don't, that nigga hate women, girl. I'm telling you, that nigga got a problem with females. I'm telling you. Damn, that's some trifling ass shit there, babe. That's some fuck, that's trifling. Star Dancer, this chick is fucking hosting. And he is goddamn doing that shit to the fucking host. Are you goddamn kidding me? And ain't nobody see him. His old lame-ass 30 minutes, goddamn, whatever the fuck he trying to do. Um, on the other side of town, since I still don't understand narcissist 
But there is an article on why do narcissists rush into marriage? I thought narcissists is self-centered. <laughs> they don't really want to fuck with nobody. But they obligated to but don't really want to, that type of shit. But this shit done changed so many damn times. This damn definition and descriptions of narcissists. So I'm going to give it to y'all real quick. So, um... That makes sense. Narcissist is 99.9% of the population. I just want to put that on record, except for me. The definition doesn't change. I'm not a narcissist. Five red flags to watch out for. Of course, us here, with the exception of Brian, he wants to be married. I don't know who else wants to be married, but with the exception of Brian so far, um... (laughs) Right, we pass on that shit. Uh, so this is for everybody else. Uh, Brian, I, uh, Brian, you want to be married, right, babe? You, you want somebody to goddamn go home to and somebody to come home to and see your ass at the house and all that type of shit. You really want to live that. Um, why do narcissists rush into marriage? Five red flags to watch for. Narcissists are known for rushing into marriage with unsuspecting partners who later find out what they've gotten themselves into. That happened to me, but I didn't want to be married. Reality TV star, they're using them, reportedly tied to not recently after dating her real estate boyfriend for less than a year, whose maiden name is Hack, Flip or Flock, some old blah, blah, blah. Why are we reading? I thought we was going to learn something. Okay, good. Let me take go to marriage.com. Damn, they have some shit called marriage.com. Marriage.com, here we go. How does a narcissist change ma- change after marriage? Red flags. Uh, y'all ready for the red flags? Uh, uh, we ain't out here. I'm not interested. I'm just sharing to maybe somebody else. If you honest about your situation, if you want to be with somebody, feel free to throw a one up and say, yes, done. Interested in knowing some of these red flags. That'll help me. That way I don't have to read it, help some people out about this shit. But, okay, essentials. Narcissus is not the problem. It's the narcissist disorder is the problem. I would love for you to call in and explain what the fuck is a narcissist disorder and not the narcissist Because remember, I still have no clue of what the fuck this shit is. I ain't going to lie. I still have no fucking clue. From, from many, many years back, I only knew it to be, oh, that sound... Wait, sorry. Wait, where the sound coming from? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Hold up, hold up. I don't know where the sound coming from. Ain't no sound. Y'all hear sound? Y'all hear, y'all supposed to hear me. Y'all don't hear no other sound, right, because there's a whole bunch of ass popping up. Okay, good. All right, so um, essential, essential. So, X more. So I don't, from what 
I read many, many goddamn moons ago, and I'm going to keep repeating this shit, that it's someone that's self-centered, and let's just leave it at that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not even going to go into the Greek mythology of how these sick fucks came up with the goddamn word narcissist about somebody looking at their reflection and fell in love with themselves. So I still don't know what the fuck it is after I studied what narcissism is eight, nine, ten years ago, and it was just maybe four lines of what they were. Now it's like so many different shit. What it is, now I need to know what is the disorder. So it's not the narcissist, it's the disorder. I still need some help trying to figure that shit out. I still I don't get it. I, I guess I never will. Um, and now you don't even know if you married a goddamn narcissist. That's the first thing the motherfucker said. If you married a narcissist or find some yourself married to one, you may not have been aware of what you were in for or exactly how your partner might change after you married. So how does a narcissist change after marriage? I don't fucking know, bitch. I would it stop looking at itself and stop liking what it sees in the mirror. Some narcissists understand that they need to hide parts of themselves until you are fully committed to them. Otherwise, there's a chance that they could lose you. They might not have shown you how it's going to be after you have married them because it's not advantageous for them to do so. First, who does a narcissist marry? A narcissist marries someone who would be a good source of long-term narcissistic supply for them. <laughs> this is the most ignorant shit ever. Every time I start reading these narcissists shit, this shit is stupid. They find a potential partner in someone who is weaker, less intelligent, or underconfident. So why do narcissists marry? Narcissists get married because they want someone to inflate their ego and be a permanent source of narcissistic supply. A narcissist getting married is likely only if it serves their purpose like image boosting, a readily available audience, or money. Though not all situations are alike, here are some examples, blah, 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 blah. Zero compassion and sensitivity. Number one, you will soon come to realize that one of the most significant ways a narcissist changes after marriage is in that they will reveal to you exactly how incapable they are of having a contributing to a healthy relationship. I have no fucking idea. What the fuck is this? Narcissism. Narcissism. It's a personality disorder that involves a lack of empathy for the thoughts and feelings of others. If there is no empathy, there will be no sensitivity or compassion towards your needs. Even if you have been fooled before marriage, this trait will be impossible to disguise after marriage and will form the basis of your relationship. Okay, so maybe I, I just heard something. Oh, you waiting on line. Thank you. Well, I ain't even checked the damn thing. I'm sorry, baby. Have you waiting? Come on, give me a mic check. Seven seven zero. Hey Don. Hey, what's up, boo? Hey. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. ah! <laughs> How 
How's everybody doing? Uh, greetings to everyone. Okay, I wanted to. I I know what you like when you mentioned the first thing about a narcissist when you look in the mirror. You know the old saying about when you look in the mirror and how they thought themselves as being beautiful. That's normal. Everybody has narcissistic traits. But the thing okay. about it is an overkeetle with the disorder part where they love bomb you, they gaslight you, they do things, like you said, in the sort. That's why they rush to marry because of their insecurities. You know, it's based a lot on their insecurities. And uh, they do pick a weaker, they, they feel that's weaker to them to overcome them. And they do a lot of that. Uh, like I said, gaslighting, love, bomb you in and out and things like that. And then they're very, uh, ooh, they're very toxic. It's a toxic. When you say love bomb, what do you mean? Okay, so love bombing is they overwhelm you with love. Like when they first meet you, they over, like a normal relationship just flows. They overdo it. And then when they suck you in, it's like pulling energy from is it, you. Is it like stalking type of love bombing? It's obsessive. Obsessive. So they, it's, okay. it's like a pull. It's like a pull and push thing. Like they pull you in real fast. They overwhelm you with gifts and love. Like they all over you, and then they discard you. Like they, they like they put you up on a pedestal and they pull you down. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a. It, with them, it's like a uh, a black and white thing. You can't be in the gray areas with them. They either love you or hate you. So are so they pretending? They are they doing that yes. initially pretending? Does they got to do all yes. of that to pretend to hide their hate? Yes, yes, they pretenders. Yes, they are, and they do that, and they do it in that that sense. Hmm. So when you were saying about the self-centered part, all of that is involved in it. But they, the, the real hatred is of self. It's not necessarily of others. It's of self, self-esteem, and things like that. Okay, so what's the disorder come in at? Since you said it's not the narcissist, it's the narcissist disorder. Okay, so so when you, like I said, it's a disorder. Like you don't have any traits of toxicity to um, to uh, to put upon people or a love and like um, when I say a disorder, is that it's overwhelming. It's obsessive. It's a disorder. It's toxic. And a lot of people that's been in that situation, they know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? They, I, I meet a lot of people that say, well, this person is doing this and doing that and doing this. and do, You know what I'm saying? It, it, a lot of, it'd be toxic. So that's why I say it becomes a disorder when it becomes toxic. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, 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 so with a just a narcissist and not the disorder. What are them? Give me what what they be doing. Then like the, a, a regular trait of narcissist is basically self love. Um, a person that looks at the, and they they love themselves. They uh, have high confidence and things are like that. Like I said, we all carry that trait of confidence and things like that. You see what I'm saying? We don't hate ourselves. We don't hate others. You know what I'm saying? We just, it's like you said, it's a it's a self-centered but not so overwhelming. Like me, 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 me all the time. You see what I'm saying? 
Okay, okay, okay. But when, okay, so can that, can that attribute you just given can be a disorder if it's obsessive with the me, me, me? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's obsessive, yeah. Oh, oh, to be too, to be me, 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 on me. That's obsessed. That's a disorder. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like you said, I can succeed in the all as long as my wish is to stay in the all and, and, and I fail as an individual? Yes, ma'am. Okay. They are, they are just, it's individual, period. They don't care about nobody else. That's the disorder. They don't even care about their children. They don't care about nothing else but themselves. Have you seen this trait in in women? Yeah. Yeah, my sister won. <laughs> so, okay, okay, so okay, so show me, show me some of that. What 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 she is? What do you? What can you give me some of that? Like what? Where I she, say like she have yes, yes, she has children, and she taught them to be that way. Oh. Yeah, oh. they even carrying the traits. Um, from younger, you know what I'm saying? To, to be so now they're women, yeah. So now they're women with children, and they're showing the same traits as her. And and that and like what like like what are they showing? I I just have to see this shit because you know I'm always in the mirror. So I want to see if this, if this is me. About, I want to see all, if I'm if I'm one nah, of them. Nah, nah, nah. I, I, I just think I am. To you, Don. Not, I think not, I am ex more. Just from listening to you giving, <laughs> being, um, wanting to help others. They don't want to help nobody else but them. That's it. That's it. They don't care about nobody else. That's it. Themselves. I, you care about your kids. You care about the fact you have a relationship with your father. You know what I'm saying? People can be toxic. And I, I, to be honest with you, like even in um, my family, you know, my mother was one. She still is. You see what I'm saying? And me and her don't really get along because of that, but her and my sister get along well, okay? So I can see where it was picked so, up just because so, I was raised by my grandmother. But you have a, oh, okay, so back, oh, okay, so it may not be innate. It could be environment, the other end, yep. the E end, yes. then the I end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, Back to your sister. So she taught her children, she got daughters, to yeah. be self-centered. Yeah. Selfish. Mm-hmm. Yep. With are the daughters children. Are the daughters, mm-hmm. um, are, are, are your sister's daughters, are they friendly to one another? Are they no. tight? They They're fight. Tight. Nope, to this day, they fight. And she's been doing that since they were babies, though. Putting them up against each other, taking sides, doing things like that. You know what I'm saying? Huh. I take sides. But I don't know if you take sides <laughs> in the sense that you are... You are I'm looking at myself in this diagnosis. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's different when you take sides where you won't want to be against the other one because you you with this one, and then if this one is doing something, you you flip and go on that side. No, 
well, well, they say I do that. My daughter say I do. I need a fucking therapist. My daughter say I do that. <laughs> I do. I just realized that. I need you to be my. Yeah, because my my daughter say I do that, and, and I and I know I do that. So it ain't like I'm ducking because you know a narcissist should know itself. It doesn't duck. But guess what thing about it? If that was true, if that was true, they take no accountability. They take none. No, oh. they do nothing wrong. Everything is somebody else done it. Oh. They, they didn't do anything. Oh, oh. Well, in that case, I ain't no goddamn narcissist. I goddamn because I own up to my shit. And they don't. They don't own up to shit. Nothing. But nothing. That, I guess that all depends on who they conveying the message that they don't have to. I just thought about that. X more. Don, for you no, saying, I don't care. Okay. Listen, here's, hear me out when I say this. Mm-hmm. They take no responsibilities. I don't care what it is. They could be dead wrong, and they will say it's somebody else's fault that it happened, that this is the reason why they did this, this is the reason why they said this. They they don't take no accountability for nothing. I think I raised my daughter to be a narcissist. Not, now you're talking about warriors. She needs a therapist. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she won't take accountability that she stole my motherfucking Xbox. Mm-mm. They do that too. I mean, I don't know your daughter personally, but they'll do all that. <laughs> they do all that. They would say she, she told me today. Life. She told me today. She she she's not a thief. She takes and she replaces it. This is what the fuck. This is what she said to me today. She takes it and she replaces it. <laughs> what? That doesn't. That doesn't. That right. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. Well, bitch, where the fuck is it? Where is it at? If you replace it, where the fuck is it? It's still an empty spot in my house. That one, like, okay, so, okay, back. Okay, so the daughters. So she she taught the daughters to go against each other. Yeah. Okay, and. And she actually, like, how do you teach a census environment? And you and you grew up with your um, grandmother. So how do we know that we are training our young to be narcissists? Like, I mean, because I would know because I teach my children that's yours. You ain't got to share shit. I teach them selfishness. Okay, so that's a different. I mean, because you can be. I'm selfish with my kids. I don't really want my kids around anybody and everybody, especially when I know they ain't about the right thing. So no, I'm saying I teach. I'm I'm ask more. I'm saying that I teach them. Like if I buy Warrior something, and Sananda wants it, I you know, and Warrior don't want to share. I tell her, you ain't got to share that shit. That's for you. I it's mean, for you. I so I, I'm I trying to know. figure out, is that is that me and Twank, because Twank says she do the same shit, so now we both got there trying to figure this shit out. Are we teaching or instilling in our children narcissistic traits? Only if you're not making them take accountability for what they do wrong. Sharing and selfishness as far as having something to yourself is not is it's not bad. Not okay. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. But when it comes well, we're using to you, you as God right now. You're the word of no. God. So I'm using you for this shit. So. But what I'm saying is when they don't take accountability for nothing that they do wrong, it's the problem. Okay. All right. So let me ask this question based on that last statement. So if a person does not take accountability of what they've done wrong, are they truly a narcissist or are they just in denial of their actions? A narcissist is in denial. <laughs> That's the trait of a narcissist. We're in denial. God damn. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, God don't let up with these narcissists, man. Then everybody got to be a fucking, then everybody is a damn narcissist. That's why I said everybody carries a narcissistic trait. We were born with it. Damn. It's how it's how it's how you're. So we handling. gotta stop saying people and humans. We just might as well just call them all narcissists. Everybody. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. True. But what about the ones with the disorder? That's an overkill. It's a. It's we like, call them okay, sick we all are, narcissists. Right? But do we? But do we have a sick disorder with it? Like, is, is it a disorder now? Okay. I don't so consider anything create? a disorder, though, Exmoor. I don't see anything as a disorder. Um, okay, do you except think it's a disorder right when you create multiple right personalities? That's natural. Some of us have multiple personalities. Okay. It's still not okay. a disorder. We have multiple personalities because we got so many different uh, DNAs in our system that date back off this fucking planet. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people hear Dr. York come out of my mouth. Sometimes people hear my mama come out of me. You know, like, it's all types of, you know, shit, man. It's like, which is why. I, 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 and, and, and I'll tell you another thing. Like, if if, if a man constantly is, is skeeting off seminal chemical fluid in a woman, she tends to take on his personality. That's true. That's true because even when a person is with someone that got that type of narcissistic trait, okay, so do you believe that an empath is the same? The empath is a, is, is the opposite of a narcissist, an empath, right? I don't even know what the fuck that is. What the fuck is an empath? <laughs> an empath. These sound like species from other planets and shit. <laughs> What's an empath? An empath is someone that feels emotions. They um, feel other people's. Uh, sadness, happiness, and they intend to oh. be inclined to that. Oh, so I do. Like, I do. I'm I, fucking. I hate that shit. I cry. Right. When others cry. Right. If someone so is excited, I am like fucking time. awesomely excited. Huh? But do you see what I'm saying? You can't be an empath and a narcissist at the same time. You can't. Because what I'm saying is that a narcissist feels nothing. An empath does. An empath can take accountability. A narcissist won't. What's what oh. the disorder? What so the disorder? opposite of a narcissist is an empath. It's an empath, yep. Fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. But, but, but an empath can be... But an empath ain't stupid, though, right? And a, a narcissist no. ain't stupid. None of them right. lack intelligence, right? They just operate in different degrees? Yes. 
They operate in different degrees. Because an empath, I don't even know why I'm thinking I'm about to give some definition. I just fucking I just first time hearing the fucking words, so let me just chill the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, you can look it up. You, you can look up the difference between an empath and a narcissist. I mean, as far as what an empath is, uh, like you said, on what levels are empaths work from. You know what I'm saying? What the type of energy that an empath would work from. Miss Hudson said that the empath teaches the narcissist. <laughs> she says the empath teaches the narcissist. Yeah, yeah, but then again, if uh, like like I said, if he has if that narcissist has a disorder, it's going to be hard to get them to convert to empath. They're not going to be able to do it if they're stuck in those type of uh, toxic ways. Right, because the empath ain't going to put up with that shit because the empath wants to enjoy the, uh-huh. the, the, the feeling of another yes. where, it's, where it's make them even happy. Like if you're happy, they're happy. Uh-huh. If you're sad, they're sad. But the thing about it is a narcissist can drain an empath. They'll drain them. And that's why empath be like, no, nah, I got to get the hell out of here because this is making me sick internally. Hmm. I, okay, here, here's, here's something. Uh, here's something. I think in empath, being around, and listen, don't take me right because trust me, I'm just learning this empath shit. So, but here's here's what my here's what my life, my journey is is I think that an empath being around a narcissist turns them into a narcissist. Yes, ma'am. I was yep, yep. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. a narcissist can turn an empath into a freaking narcissist after so long. But they don't they lose their toxic. soul in um. Great day to you. But I don't think they lose their soul. They're just cautious. At that point, you know what I'm saying? Because of an empath, mm-hmm. they now have to protect themselves from the narcissist-ass yep. motherfuckers. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, so, you, All right. you hit it See? on the head. Because I'm, I'm watching my life. I had to go travel a lot. I had to time travel, see all that shit. Yeah, and it can turn, it turns a, damn, it's so interesting because it's kind of like the roles can be reversed. It could be switched. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, yes, it's ma'am. for real. It, it, it could be switched. Crazy. Like, yeah. like n- now an empath is wearing the clothes of a goddamn narcissist. And a narcissist mm-hmm. and is wearing the clothes of an empath. But a true narcissist has um, camouflaged itself as an empath in the very beginning. Ooh. Girl, you hit it. I am telling you, you hit it right there. I need to write my own goddamn book. I live this shit. I be watching outside myself. Look, but that's what happens, right? They end up emulating the empath to get with your motherfucking ass. And, and yes, and then once, and as they sucking that out of that energy and all of that good stuff out of that empath, they kind of like take on their traits. They they take on they pull those traits out, and then it's like they're giving you their toxic stuff. Mm, in exchange. Yes, in exchange. In exchange. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, because based. Okay, 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 okay. So based on based on what you're giving me. Ooh, this is heavy. Ooh, this is heavy. I, John, I studied it for two. I studied it for two years. I studied it because I wanted to know. Like, why the hell I keep on running to these narcissistic guys? But hey, I was studying it, and I that's how I found out how to how they do it. Like you said, it it's the exchange. Okay, okay. Miss Hudson says this. This is a question. If the narcissist is unable to be empathetic. How would they learn if not from an empath? They're not learning. They're switching roles. Right. They're taking on so their traits. Right. So let's say now that narcissist is not going to be an empath in, in, in your life. It takes what you, what you are from you and use that for the next motherfucker. Yes. That's what yes. it does. It's going to stay that yes. narcissist trifling motherfucker in your life, uh, in the empath yes, life, is. until the empath wakes the fuck up and get away from them. But all exactly. that you are, it takes it and use that to um, bait others in their life. Oh, yes, Don. You got it, baby. You got it. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like fake shivery when they get with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And once they get them in, really it's interesting because it looks like they only after impasse. They are. They're not after, they are they they all, they're not after narcissists. narcissists. And now it makes sense when men get pissed off at women, the behavior that they display as female narcissists is because they just ran into they self. Mm-hmm. Yep. In the female, and that, and that relationship they never looking for em, they looking for empaths. Yes, they ain't looking for a motherfucker just like them. Yeah. So that's what I think, Miss Hudson. What you got on it, Exmoor? That you you that you nailed it. That they don't look for narcissists. They look for empaths. That's all they look for. Because the wow. empath feels. You see what I'm saying? So they want that because they're cold in the inside. They're dead. So they look for life in the empath and the feeling. They're not going to be with another narcissist, even if they fit. Okay, even when going into the situation, because like you said, they they cloak their traits. So even with a female narcissist, she gonna cloak her trait too until they come to find out they're both narcissists. They're they're not gonna be together. No. Wow. And and in this particular narcissist conversation, uh, what they tr- trace are again? What like when they find out who they are, they're not gonna be together. Like what did they be doing? Arguing, fighting. It can get physical. Uh, uh, it, it can toxic. Um, yeah. Same thing. Gaslighting each other. So I think. Oh, shit, it's going to come out of the next MSD, whatever that shit called. I think that there are empath narcissists. Mm. <laughs> I, I can't see that. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I can't because, see that. 
because because it ain't like an empath ain't finna bust your ass back now. Don't think they just sit there oh, and yeah. take Oh, yeah. Once so, they get right. tired, oh, so yeah. So they are, so you have, I'm adding this, like they have malignant narcissists. I'm adding empath narcissists to this shit, too, because, you know, goddamn, shit, we ain't just some motherfuckers you can suck dry. You but know that, what I'm saying? See, that don't, that don't necessarily, because whatever they put, okay, so just because, like you said, just because you're an empath don't mean you weak, okay? Sometimes they run across the wrong one, and when they get tired of them, it, it's an explosion. An empath would explode on you. Right. So, yeah, so I, I, that's why I say but then they'll come back to their regular empathic self. Yeah, it doesn't. So that goes back to, like, um, the um, dynamic stability and whatever. So they re- they return back to their original state. Uh-huh. So they don't go around exploding. They already right. turn back to their original state once they've been disturbed. Right. Once they get it out and go crazy on you and just let loose, then they'll go back to their original state. Mm. But a, like, I, like you said again, but a narcissist is going to stay the same. Okay, so. But they take that as being wounded, though. They they will take that mm. as being wounded. When an empath go in on them, they take that mm-hmm. as they being wounded. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's good. That's good right there. So are you saying that, if I'm hearing you right, that that they, in exchange, they play the victim? Yes. Yes. It was all it was all your fault. Yep. Which goes back to why they don't take credit for their own um, or, or taking no accountability for nothing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So 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 they look like the good guy or the good girl that was done wrong. Uh huh. Hmm. Yep. And I think I you know what you're right because narcissistic motherfuckers. Make those that not sure what an empath is make them out to be the bad guy. Uh huh. Because they exploded. Yep. Instead of taking a, instead of just sitting there and taking that toxic, whatever, whereas whether it's words or you know a put down or disgracing that person and things like that, it's like a you know they are abusive okay. in that way. So for the for the for the two years you studied this, everything that you've given us so far is based on what you studied, and then saw it also in your sister and her daughters, and, uh-huh. and your and mother. And also in relationships, also in relationships. Uh huh. In your personal relationships or external? Yes. Looking at nope. In, okay. In personal relationships. So it was just not seeing it in my mother and my my sister and her daughters, it was also seen in the relationships that I was in. Mm-hmm. So was there any difference from observing the females in your life from the males that came into your life? Nope, there's no difference. Nope, really? no difference. Nope. I would think it is a little bit different because you're not in bed with your sisters or your mother. 
Well, what I mean about is how they distribute their traits. You see what I'm saying? How they how they treat you, how they talk, how they act, and that's what I mean by that. As far as that. Oh, they're, okay. They're, they're, okay. They're attributes. So, what, so what would be the difference? Like when in you, the relationship, like did you tell straight offhand? Oh, you didn't know until after, and you had to study. Right. This I had to study up until after. You see what I'm saying? So once I studied it and I started seeing, like, because like you said, okay, so like I was mentioning before, in normal relationships, things go with the flow. Things don't just jump off quick like we in love and we married in three to six months. That's a narcissist. Girl, that would happen to me. I wake up every day hating that shit. Right, like trying to secure it. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. because, like I said, they energy vampires. The life that mm. they make you sick. I was you know? dead. Yeah, they're, they're, I was dead. You. And so that's how you, so like a, like I said, a normal situation would just be like, okay, you know. It, it's just different with them, and you would see it. Like I said, I studied it, so I've seen it firsthand. So in, have you been in a normal relationship? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, ain't no such thing. I personally right. think that all men are fucking narcissists. Okay, based off of everything that you said. Well, when you got TV and rap music and all this stuff making people think they're more than what they are and all of this extra stuff, yeah. Well, I can't, media. I can't rap, add rap and TV because I was with a fucking African. There was no rap in this nigga life, and there was no fucking television. Okay. just He just grew up like that. And I, it was, with, with a nigga, that, well, there was no such thing as rap when that nigga goddamn was born. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I was mm-hmm. with older men after I was done with that African motherfucker. No, what I'm saying is that you find it more so it common rap. because, you no, know I'm saying right now you find it more common with most men because or women because of the social media and things like that, like, you know, how people are Then these now. are still kids. Okay. Yeah, they have to be still, like, immature. Uh-huh. Definitely, they definitely are yeah, immature. Yeah, yeah, that's like, let's, let's minus. Uh, the music and fucking Instagram and shit. Let's just deal with these motherfuckers as they are. Right. Immature. Right. Because I don't want to excuse no goddamn man. I know that fucking man is. I know he is. All of mm-hmm. them. All right. My dad is one. Based off of what you said, my dad is one. Mm-hmm. My brother's one. Niggas I had is one. Now. I think I reformed some narcissist men that are in relationships with women. I think I helped them a hell of a lot better. Mm-hmm. Only reason why I think I helped them a lot better because a few brothers were calling to the show saying that I helped them in their relationship with their wife, and they see her totally different now. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, so they can be helped. They call shit a disorder as if they can't be helped. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are who they are. But I think it's something that's naturally in man. And let me tell you, 
I think when I did become a narcissist, it's because I was letting germline, seminal chemical fluid of this narcissist in my body. Okay. And I possessed his traits, and I put it on my children. You understand? Uh-huh. Do you get it? Because yeah. that fluid is transferred to her brain. To the female's brain And I noticed that a lot of mothers Or females without uh, without children When they are having sex with man She becomes this motherfucker You know what I'm saying And so you can see that trait In her as well And in how she deals with everybody else She becomes conniving She becomes all types of shit uh-huh. Um she becomes the doubter. You know what I'm saying? She no longer believes in possibilities. Everything is fucking impossible because he put that shit in her. Like, I remember when you did that podcast about uh, the hearts of, of, of men and how it was in the hearts of men. That made a lot of sense to me. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't in um, uh, Eve. It was in Adam. Right? Uh, what is his name? Uh, you, you said his name, um, but it was in his. It was in his. That that uh, it was in their hearts to be that way. And you said he will send someone that has compassion for that woman, because like I said, all the rest of I mean, you he had to put the compassion in them to be that way. Right. Absolutely. It, it wasn't. It wasn't normal. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, they have to put it in, and it has to be placed in him. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, damn, was he born? Was it, are they born narcissists? You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, yeah, because they, yeah. they say they do it. They have an evil heart, a hate hatred heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell when a female turns, depending on who she's sleeping with, she turns. Uh huh. Yeah, she become a dirty bitch. <laughs> uh-huh. She become a dirty goddamn bitch. And she also um, causes her own demise because now he is in her. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I say all men are. Sorry, Magic Man. Magic Man say, oh, hell no, not all men. Some of us are here to heal. Some of us are here to heal. Right, but that means uh-huh. that, never mind, the word <laughs> is, you saved yourself with that one, motherfucker. <laughs> I <won't take> that. <laughs> never mind, I just had to, had to look at your sentence again, Mr. Magic Man. Yeah, he had to heal shit. So, okay, so, okay, got it. Okay, but, I'm, but I have an explanation for that, though, Magic Man. You still here? I have an explanation for that. I do, I do, and I have an explanation for that. I understand that 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 some of y'all are here to heal. I, I understand, but I have an explanation for that. That explanation is quite simple. Okay, listen. A, a female just got out of a relationship, and a relationship means sexual ship. That means whatever that motherfucker has deposited into that bitch. Fucks her whole goddamn nature up. 
her whole true personality is buried under the male's DNA, seminal chemical fluid, right? And let's say that relationship was for a year. That's a lot of um, depositing into her body, and this travels up to her brain. What you guys tend to do is date the bitch that has already been polluted, right, with this filthy nigga mentality that then deposited into her. So she's now displaying him to you. Now, Uh here's what's interesting. Most men don't even want the bitch they with once she fucks somebody else. But y'all not taking in consideration that this that this chick that's not with you yet has been getting fucked by somebody else prior to you wanting to be with her. You get it? You get it, Magic Man? So y'all are so y'all not taking in consideration that this bitch just ended a relationship. That's like the same bitch you in the bed with that fucked somebody on you. You understand? So that shit, so you have to take in consideration that you cannot, this bitch has been defiled. You understand? So somebody that's been defiled, you have to give them time to clean out their fucking system, especially a woman. And technically it takes three, four years to get this germline transmission of this other nigga out of her fucking system, out of her brain, so that she can revert back to her natural state. Right, Don, because she got it. So now, now she, yep, yep, yep. So now she is giving you what he has given her because he is in her. And now you got to heal from that shit. As you say, Mr. Hooney. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to heal from her because y'all not taking in consideration that this bitch needs to clean the fuck off. She need to clean off. Yeah, she got to get that last nigga up out of her first. That's all. That's all it is. But y'all ain't, though. Y'all ain't. So you deposit in, in her while so many other DNA germline transmission is still in her brain and your shit traveling up there crazy making the hell out of this bitch now. You know what I'm saying? That's clutter on top of clutter on top of clutter on top of clutter. Yeah. Yeah. That right, J1. That right. And to be honest with you, baby, if this conversation is based on a relationship, Magic Man, based on healing, I think personally... Only thing y'all motherfuckers is using the word healing from is because the bitch fucked around on you. <laughs> That's not healing. <laughs> I just want to put that on record. Like, what could the bitch actually do where you still need to heal, brother? Think about it. She ain't did shit, but probably got damn something on somebody else, got damn Johnson. That's about as far as that goes. So, you know, right? Come on, think about it. What did the bitch really do to your ass? 
It ain't like she lowered your self-esteem. You sat there in bed all day eating and watching goddamn Oprah Winfrey all depressed and shit. Had you on lockdown and shit. Ain't like, you know, you know what I'm saying? She took your true identity the fuck away from you and you don't know which way is up. You are fucking clueless and shit like that. Denied you of your worth. Denied you of your divinity. Stripped that from you, whatever the fuck. Come on. Stop. Stop. All y'all shit is over the fact that either the bitch fucked around on you or she left you. How much wrong can a woman goddamn do? A man was staying. You ain't been through shit. It ain't like you were asleep and she wouldn't let you sleep. And she raped the shit out your motherfucking ass like what happens to us in relationships. Okay. It ain't like she got you pregnant back to back, told you to keep the motherfucker, and she gone about her damn business and she ain't going to take care of the motherfucker. It ain't none of that. So what the fuck are y'all niggas really healing from? Not the shit on it. That's for me really asking, what is this healing shit <laughs> that you got? So, man, I'm trying to figure out what they're healing. Jay, why you want to know what these niggas healing from? I would like to know what the fuck it is. Because I don't think I don't think motherfucker y'all go through worse shit than the female herself. So I I don't get it. One, we can't fuck you. We can't crazy make you. We can't fucking deposit seminal chemical fluid in your goddamn dick and it travels to your fucking brain. And then we crazy make your ass. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is y'all healing from, for real, for real. And I really mean that as an empath. That's <laughs> as, look, J1, I mean that as an empath. Yeah, because I don't understand that shit. You know what I'm saying? Your whole goddamn, ugh. Come on, man. I still want to know. I think that y'all have taken on... Uh, psychological traits of a female pretending that you healing and the bitch ain't did shit to your goddamn ass. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you. That's why I say all men are fucking narcissists. What you healing from? If this conversation is based on you being with a woman and me being with a man, so what the fuck is you healing from after being with a goddamn woman? <laughs> Typical narcissist. Yeah. That's just me. That's just me. Still ain't figured the shit out yet. Still ain't. Because they can't. They can't. Y'all niggas cannot call in and fucking say what the fuck. Because they ain't come on. Really. 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 And like, really. And like she said, uh, and like she said, <laughs> magic. Magic. Did you say, let me call in and give a real man perspective? <laughs> oh, shit. 
And look, look, if you're going to do it, man, you better not got to come up in this bitch doing comedy hour. You hear me trying to be serious because I'm going to keep laughing. Because I know how you do it. Look, Magic Man funny as fuck. There is no way you're going to be able to fucking keep a straight face if this nigga call in thinking he's going to give a real man perspective. This nigga got jokes, okay? (laughs) Only on my show, though, but he's serious when he on his. He's serious. He is prophetically serious. But, um, yeah, that's all I would like to know, though, this this healing part. Brian, I'm sorry. My apologies for the rest of the brothers, but it's true. I, I be wanting to know. I do. I'm trying to figure out, you know, is did the bitch nut in your mouth, you swallowed it, and you ain't been the same ever since. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck can a female really damn do where well, y'all got to heal. You know what I'm saying? Do you know it takes three months, three years? Y'all ain't healing shit. Do you know it takes three years after this bitch spit out a fucking nasty germ cell, y'all call babies or humans, whatever the fuck it is. It takes her body three fucking years, at least three years to heal from that shit. Now, what does it take your body? What what are you healing from? You know what I'm saying? Because ain't no such thing as emotional fucking scars. <laughs> like, I just be wanting to know this shit, man Y'all got to bad the fuck out Y'all brothers kill me with this shit, man But if it's true If it's true And, and y'all got to, you know Heal it, You must have been with a man That's all I got to say You must have been with a man You must have been with a man Or if this has nothing to do with an intimate relationship then you must got to heal from maybe your childhood with your mama, daddy, or your grandmama house, or, or whatever fucking happened as a child. I get that. But as far as relationships is concerned, you niggas ain't got no fucking healing in my book. Because cause fucking around on somebody, you, know, you don't need no goddamn healing for that shit. Okay, let me see your number, baby. Uh, calling from... Six. You already in? Yeah, baby. Call in the number. What's your, what's your number? I'll call you into the show. Text me on Facebook. What, Warrior? What, Warrior? I don't want your number. Warrior, what you want? Oh, uh, that's talking to me. No. Uh, man, this show is smart, Brendan. Huh? This show is smart, Okay, warrior. And so then they approved me, and they 
Like, I'm trying to figure that shit. She was abusive. She wouldn't let you go outside and play with your friends. Is, is that what it is? Boy, bye. <laughs> Boy, goddamn bye. Y'all know damn well a bitch is so fucking docile and domesticated the moment she get in a fucking relationship. Boy, bye. 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 You know what I'm saying? Bye. Bye. That's why they're narcissists. All right, honey, bonk. Where you at, baby? Uh, honey, you going to give me a... Uh... Oh, he ain't going to call in. I already fucking know it. All right, so let me get back on this little marriage shit, sisters. Zero compassion and sensitivity. Next one. Oh, they will define the marriage. That's what it says. They will define the marriage. You might think you define the terms of your relationship before marriage and may have been allowed to believe that because it serves the narcissistic partner's end game. This mirage of sorts is another significant example of how a narcissist changes after marriage because your thoughts, feelings, and needs are irrelevant to someone with this condition. Man, this is another reason why I don't, boy, boy, let me tell you, let me tell you, this is why I can't do it, you know what I'm saying, this, this is why I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't, I can't, I, I, see, see, okay, let, let me help y'all out again, let me see if I can pull this shit up on this computer so I can sit down and talk shit, um, I gave y'all zero compassions, right? The mirage of sorts is a, oh, define, you may think you define the terms of your relationship before marriage, and you may have been allowed to believe that because it served the narcissistic partner's end game. This mirage of sorts is another significant example of how a narcissist changes after marriage because your thoughts, feelings, and needs are irrelevant to someone with this condition. I think everybody like that. I just want to put that on record. I think everybody like whatever the fuck that just said. Miss Hudson, I think everybody like that. Okay, that's just me. And everybody that's going to say not true, everybody ain't like that done. But I think everybody like that, okay? All right. Okay. I just think everybody like that. Um, with exception of me. <laughs> because I don't like conditions. Like, what's the difference of us being who we are prior to marriage and when marriage hits, all hell breaks the fuck loose. You know what I'm saying? That shit's supposed to stay the fucking same. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. You hear me? That's in my feeble mind. I'm I'm still the same motherfucker. Ain't shit changed around this bitch. You got me? Um so I, I this is why I can't I can't do it. I can't and it's not the word marriage, it's the living situation, Brian. You know what I'm saying? It's the living, like, you know what I'm saying? Because people think marriage, y'all living together. The motherfucker, 99% of motherfuckers were living together before they got fucking married. 
sleeping together nights at a time, days at a time, weeks at a time. So, you know what I'm saying? That shit changed regardless, man. That's when a motherfucker tries to define you like a motherfucker. It could be a female too, but I don't know. I ain't never been in, I've been in female relationships as friends, and I don't even like that shit. I got a problem with that shit. These motherfuckers be lacking confidence and shit. It seems like every time a motherfucker get with me, they start lacking confidence. A bitch lack confidence. A nigga lack confidence. My children lack confidence. My mama lack confidence. Every time a motherfucker come around me, they end up lacking confidence. Am I a lack of confidence depleter in a motherfucker or something? Is that what the fuck that is? Maybe it's me. Maybe I draw, maybe I I, I drain their fucking confidence or some old shit. Because it seems like I might just be the goddamn drainer of confidence. All of a sudden, everybody don't, not sure they goddamn selves. What the fuck is that? I need a therapist. Yeah. I need somebody to explain that shit. Because it seems like, goddamn, motherfucker, y'all, when when, when I met y'all, y'all was like, y'all was this, that, and the goddamn third had a lot of shit going on. Sure yourself. As soon as you get with me, you ain't sure about a goddamn thing. So I must take that unsure. I must take your sure of yourself and turn your ass into an unsure motherfucker or something. That's besides the point, Zena. (laughs) What up, Zena? That ain't the point, okay? But I just had to share that because I'm trying to figure that shit out. How all of a sudden everybody just need a bitch. Like, what the fuck? You ain't need me before I met you, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Now all of a sudden it's important that I be in your life. It's important I be in your life. It's important I be in your life. In your life. In your life. And what the fuck? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Y'all had lies before you met this bitch. Now, all of a sudden, goddammit, your life ain't shit without me. How the fuck that go together? What the fuck? So, obviously, I am, am I the life taker? The moment you meet me, all of a sudden, you're like, goddamn, I just, what the fuck? What the fuck do you call this goddamn shit? So, back on this motherfucker, right? The fuck? I must be taking people's lives and shit. <laughs> Jay, why? Everybody just need a bitch. You ain't need me before you met me, motherfucker. How the fuck? Goddamn. Goddamn. The fuck is this shit? Am I like honey and y'all be? Y'all never had no honey? Y'all ain't know how to make your own honey inside yourself or something? Everywhere I go, you got to go. When the fuck this shit pop off? <laughs> if I go in the kitchen, you got to go in the kitchen. If I go to the store, you got to beat me to the car to get in the car with me. Goddamn, you goddamn, motherfucker. The fuck is all this shit? So, uh, how the fuck this shit? Ah, uh, this must be goddamn therapy day for my motherfucking ass. But look here. What I'm saying in regards to this marriage, narcissistic shit ass bullshit. What I'm saying, based on that goddamn retarded ass fucking article, that they do try to define you. I don't like to be defined. I got a problem with that. I do. I got a serious motherfucking problem with that shit. I I do. You feel me? I don't like that shit. Don't try to goddamn paint me to be something for you, and I'm not. I do not like that shit. I would never paint a motherfucker to be something for me. I'm all that I need. I would just paint myself 
for some shit. If I see some shit in your motherfucking ass, Miss Hudson, that I like, I will paint myself in that. Fuck it. I'm not finna hold you responsible for giving me that shit that I like in your ass. I would take a little bit of Miss Hudson, a little bit of Zena, a little bit of J1, a little bit of Brian, and continue to fashion and create myself. I am not needing you to define. I'm not. I don't want to define you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not with that shit. I got a problem with that shit. I can't be around these fucking humans, man. Humans are fucked up. At the end of the fucking day, they all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? As soon as they, and I had this, remember I talked about this shit before, Zena. These people have in their minds how they see you. You understand? But they see you less than you. They literally visualize you being less than you. They never see you being greater in their mind's eye. Like wherever, let's say you at level three, right? Just level three. Let's say there's nine levels. You at level three, and somebody sees you, wants, likes you, male or female, it doesn't fucking matter, whatever. But these people will self-project you at level one. They would visualize you less than the level that you're on. They wouldn't see you. Like, damn, I can see you going step level four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. They want to drop you less than that, less than your nature, less than your personality. They basically want to reduce you to some type of subservient slave, friend, subservient slave, companion, subservient slave, just for them, for their world, not to level you up in your world. That's what I'm saying. They don't want, they don't, they only want to place you in their world where you are beneath them when they visualize you in their life. They, they take, they automatically visualize and taking you out of your world and placing you in theirs less than the step that you were on in your world before they met you. You understand? Y'all understand what I'm trying to say here? Please tell me. Please tell me. Yeah, they want you less than what you are. So they don't make you greater, visualize you greater in your world. In your world, they visualize you less than great in their world. I got a problem with that shit. I had to figure that out when I first moved to Florida. I started seeing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. You know, nigga looking at me like, nigga ain't looking at me like, nigga ain't looking at me like, damn, this, I visualized that girl at the top, at the top of her shit. And mind you, I'm at the bottom right now in my world. But I visualized, I visualized done at the top of her world. Uh, if you don't text me your number before we go into overtime, Magic Man, go to Facebook, inbox me your number. Uh, inbox me your number. I'm going to call you into the show, baby. So, um, so, which is why I don't really want to be fucking with these niggas, J1. You know what I'm saying? You think it was last year's show. 
Yeah, because I started, I realized that because, you know, I'm really trying to get my life to fucking together. And I got this man, and this motherfucker, remember I was riding a bike, I told y'all that shit, and it hit me. You feel me? And I had to say, and then when I realized that, man, this nigga see me on my back and he on top of me. Because that's, that's how he see me in his motherfucking world. So he done took me out of my world, visualized, and visualized me, self-projected me in his world, and I'm on my motherfucking back. I'm less than what the fuck I am in my world and what I'm doing. See, that when it hit me. I said, man, y'all got to fucking read these motherfuckers properly, man. They don't, they're, they're taking you, they're visualizing you and taking you from your world and placing you in theirs, but you're not at the same level in your world. You are at a lesser level in their world. I'm telling you, you are at a lesser level. This is visualization I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? This is what they visualize. That is a motherfucker. You can't just visualize me in my world and, and, and visualize me climbing higher and higher and higher than the level I'm in. I have to be placed in your fucking mind's eye and dropped to a lesser level than I, than I was in my own world. Yeah, baby, you made a note of it, J1. That's that shit right there. All right, baby, we're going into overtime, boys and girls. Uh, last call for alcohol. Call in numbers 425-569-5274. That should get you in, baby. And y'all know this is Mind Your Mind for the Jews of Your Soul, part 20, man. I got to get into this mind book. But, um, whew, I'm going to do it one more time. What that shit say? This is, fuck marriage, man. I don't know why people believe in that certificate. These motherfuckers are sick, twisted ass motherfuckers. Okay. Who gave you permission to rearrange me? Certainly not me. I was not looking for no love affair. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that bitch say. I was not looking for no love affair. Okay, all right, here we go. Um, you'll never win or resolve an argument. You might never enjoy a birthday or celebration again. Now, that's true. That's not, I got them. This part is my ass in a relationship. I don't do birthdays, celebrations, none of that shit. I am a 2% narcissist. You will find yourself walking on eggshells. And I think that's the last little bit of that shit. Now, I'm moving on. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Y'all want some of this mind, your mind for the Jews of your soul? You type definitions to me. You ain't been typing nothing, magic man. All right, y'all. Honey book, honey box, honey. Um, Hey, scroll 12. The self, one of my favorites, the self is one of my favorites. All right? 
Unless I missed something. Oh, shit, I did. Oh, Lord. My bad. That's not the tablet we own. About the mind, boys and girls. Oh, shit, I don't know where I'm at. Fuck it. The more they seem to come to the end of the purpose of the natural laws is twofold. The first is so that he or she may be tested and confirmed in his or her renunciation. The second is so he or she, as a wise person, may appropriately dispense the wealth. Okay, yeah, I did that. Okay, here we go. Mind your mind for the Jews of your soul. It's about the mind. It's not the self. It's about the mind. No. The mind can neither perceive itself nor perceive another mind. For if this were the case, there would be complete confusion of the knowledge and memory of the different minds. The mind is but an instrument. The mind is but an instrument. Oh, I don't know, Mr. Magic Man. I don't know, but I, I, I you, you got me there, baby. All right, let me do it again. Uh, I'm still waiting on you to explain this heel shit, but you won't call in. And we in overtime. So the mind can neither perceive itself nor perceive another mind. For if this were the case, there would be complete confusion of the knowledge and memory of the different minds. The mind is but an instrument. All knowledge come from beyond it. Keep that in mind, y'all. <laughs> All knowledge come from beyond it, from the mental. See, the mind is different from the mental. The mind has access to the mental but the mind is not mental. Knowledge of itself comes through the self-cognition, which occurs when the mind is stilled, the explanations that the mind cannot perceive itself. The mind is still and allowed perception of its through, no, that ain't what it says. <laughs> Knowledge of itself comes through the self-cognition, which occurs when the mind is stilled, the explanations that the mind cannot perceive itself. The mind is stilled and allowed perception of itself through the right knowledge gained by the self is then also known by the mind. Let's do that again. What the fuck are you saying here, sir? Goddamn, that was a lot. Let's do it again. That shit there is confusing. Start over. (laughs) The mind can neither perceive itself nor perceive another mind, for if this were the case, there would be complete confusion of the knowledge and memory of the different minds. The mind is but an instrument. All knowledge comes from beyond it. From the mental, knowledge of itself comes through the self-cognition, which occurs when the mind is stilled, the explanations that the mind cannot perceive itself. The mind is stilled and allowed perception of itself 
through the right knowledge gained by the self is then also known by the mind. Fuck, 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 fuck. I keep drifting. I don't get it. Do it again. The mind is filled in a loud perception of itself through the right knowledge gained by the self is then also known by the mind. Okay. Then the mind knows it. Is then also known by the mind. The mind is still and allowed perception of itself through the right knowledge gained by the self is then also known by the mind. Then does the mind have full knowledge. Okay, so basically you're feeding the mind. You have to feed the mind. Calling in 10 minutes, my ass, nigga. Let me know when you're ready. i call you on three-way. See what happens. Let me know when you're ready. You ready? You ready, honey? Let me know when you're ready, baby. Let's figure this thing out. Um, yeah, you have to feed the mind. You have to nourish it. That's what the fuck's been going on. Other than that, that motherfucker has been eating itself, has been feeding itself all types of bullshit. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Honey, let me know when you're ready. Um, from the top, one more time. What up, Ethereum? Let's do it from the top one more time. Listen to this shit, okay? It's probably too heavy for you motherfuckers, but I think I'm figuring it out. The mind can neither perceive itself nor perceive another mind. For if this were the case, there would be complete confusion of the knowledge and memory of the different minds. The mind is but an instrument. All knowledge comes from beyond it, from the mental. Knowledge of itself, knowledge of itself comes through the self-cognition, which occurs when the mind is stilled. The explanations that the mind cannot perceive itself. The mind is stilled and allow perception of itself through the right knowledge gained by the self is then also known by the mind. You get this shit, Zena? Then does the mind have full knowledge. Obviously then it is not into... Shit. <laughs> Obviously, then, it is not into... Fuck, I can't say this damn word. One more time. Wait a fucking minute. This is why I can't say this shit, badass kids. Why is you talking to that man? Ask for somebody else.
I get my PlayStation? Yeah, you'll get your PlayStation when I get my goddamn Lambo truck. What the fuck? Warrior, I, I had, um, it was this caller on the line. She said you was a narcissistic person. Me? Yeah. Baby, thank you, just like my mama. Amen to that. You have narcissist traits. Just like my mama. Amen. Okay, doll, baby. Intellect, baby. It's all intellect. I know. It, it, the key is to work smart, not hard. <laughs> it's all intellect. That's right. You can outwit the... Mom, let me tell you, I heard the black devil and that man's voice, and I tell him, I just uh, want to make sure y'all got my email, my emotional support animal. He said, oh. You already won. You don't go back in the ring, baby. You already did it too tell. Okay, here we go. I got to get this mind shit together. All right? 
Let me get this shit together. Okay, um, let me figure out this mind shit. Anybody getting this shit so far that the mind, you have to feed it? Because if not, that motherfucker, look, let's do it again. Shit, I'm confused. Oh, that's why I got stuck on intellectualization. That was the word I couldn't pronounce. Intellectualization around this bitch. Um, let me check on honey, uh, Hooney. Magic man. Uh, trying to call in. Please let a nigga through. Uh, Magic, I'm going to call your goddamn ass. Uh, <laughs> Patrice said kids are crazy. Yo, all my children are fucking batshit crazy, okay? <laughs> Every day one of them motherfuckers. All of them. I don't give a fuck how they sound. They are fucking crazy, just like me. Yeah, I think people get pissed off when you shape and fashion your children to be to be in the image and after your, the likeness of your goddamn retarded ass. All right, um, all right, Magic Man, let me call you in so we can get a man perspective real quick because I'm struggling with this mind book because I ain't got nobody with some goddamn sense with my crazy ass. All right, people on the call lines, people on the show, people on the show. I'm gonna play um dun, 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 dun. Oh, it's hot damn politics tonight. Let me play the commercial. Be right back. Let me get Magic Man. Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. Fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians. Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact statement tonight, the Talking Points memo. Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust Panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust Panel. The Brain Trust Panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust Panel. Hot politics. damn politics. I put that shit on everything. Hot, Hot damn, damn politics. Wednesday, Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Only, only on WGAG Radio. Radio. Yeah, baby. Y'all make sure y'all tune in tonight for Hot Damn Politics. Okay, Hooney, give me a mic check, Magic Man. Where you at? Hey, peace, peace. Hey, Magic Man. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. My dime, my dime, my dime. First of all, I got a question. Oh, you got a question. Where did get these definitions from? Is it, is it Webster or the King James Version of the Bible? The definitions I mean, of empath and narcissist and shit? Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. Okay, I can't relate to that because it don't resonate with my soul, but I'm going to tell you this, though. 
Mm-hmm. As a person that has sold, that's the difference right there. Out of all of the stuff, how they want to try to define it this way or that, it comes down to if you have soul, of course you can have feelings. Of course you can have emotions and be able to react to certain things. But, you know, based on what I'm hearing, it seems like these people don't have no soul, souls at all if they're going to treat someone. You're talking about like the narcissist, the narcissistic yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's uh, what it comes down to. It comes, we need to be able to go back. Remember, my Don, it, the, the more simple that it used to be with this this, this knowledge, I mean, we don't need all of this extra stuff that we're trying to throw in there. It's, no, it's another form of distraction to me. Mm-hmm. Now, let me speak on behalf of, of of a man. I can't speak on, on you know, the end mentality. i got to say it that way because, you know, mm-hmm. companies listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But uh, when it comes down to brothers, real brothers, that have a love for our women, right, um, we know our women, especially over here in America, pretty much, you know, have went through all kinds of things, right? So it's going to take some time, really, to deal with that. Now, I'm dealing with a lot of those guys, mm-hmm. not necessarily dealing with them, but I'm listening and right. watching. A lot of these, these you know, with the, with the end mentality, they either hate their mother, then have no relationship with their mother, they act like they hate women. These are some sick, sick individuals. I can't relate to that because I was born from a beautiful black mother in a, in, in a marital situation. My mm-hmm. mother and my father, father loved each other and they procreated me, right? So that don't even resonate with my spirit. So I try to, you know, show a, a, a form of respect that an average woman haven't, haven't received if she dealt with a, a so-called man that didn't show her that type of love or wasn't shown that type of love and compassion mm-hmm. in their life. Excuse the background because, you know, I'm here in the team work, but I had to call in to address the situation. It's a major difference between real brothers and the ones with the end mentality, something I never, ever had. I'm cool as a gentle breeze. I try to do my part and try to elevate my woman, not try to destroy in any type of way, emotionally or any of that. You get what I'm saying? I don't feel like any woman should be, you know, put up with that. But you're right. The average, average so-called black man it, it's, it's really, really sick. They haven't been raised in a, uh, a loving environment, especially the ones in today's generation. I feel for today's generation because, honestly, they wasn't created or even procreated in a state of love. Mm. You know, they don't even know what that's about. As a matter of fact, I can say this as a person who do broadcast radio and I'm a people person and just been out there in the ground for well over 36 years. This generation I'm speaking about, Late teens, early twenties, maybe say mid thirties, right? If they haven't got it by the mid thirties, then it's a small chance that they will. Right. Um, so it's it's based on their upbringing, based on how they was procreated, and these are the type of individuals. Me as a father, because I got daughters. No, no, no. You can't you can't even approach my daughter with that type of stuff. And the last thing I want to throw in, right quick, from the pot, a lot of the stuff that's happening to the young sisters out there that don't have a father figure in their life, these are the type of ends that can do stuff, say stuff, and get away with it. Because real fathers aren't around to do that. Just so as long as I'm here, you know, What's they're the not part? allowed to do that. Help me, up. Okay. Help, help me out. Uh, they're not allowed to do the what? Oh, the, any sign of abuse, any signs of threat, all kind of things like that I'm okay. hearing that's going on. You know, uh, even from approaching 
uh, a young sister out there. I mean, I, I, I mean, I have met some young sisters say they don't, they don't even want to deal with a black man now because they feel threatened. You understand? I'm like, well, you can feel threatened by any man, but but right. they're right though. There's a lot of times they don't have fathers like me. Me, I'm the type of father. I don't care where I'm at or what I'm doing. I'm the type of father. You ain't getting away with that. I ain't worrying about the heaven or hell. I ain't worrying about the jail. None of that. You get what I'm saying? And but the average young sister out there. A lot of times they have to live their lives in fear from somebody that's got some serious control issues, you know. And so far, none of my daughters are into a, a marital situation or anything like that. But I always been that way. From the time my children was procreated all the way up to now, any sign of abuse, any type of threat, I don't care if it's family member, relative, or whatever, they're not getting away with that. And the average so-called man, either they either they caught up in fear through some type of religion. Or they take some type of feel about what's going to happen to them in this world. I ain't worried about none of that when it comes to mine. Right. But that's a difference. That's a difference. And I feel for a lot of uh, young sisters out there that's getting involved in these so-called relationships. And a lot of them, they're trying to, to, to try to get certain things they didn't get in a relationship from their blood father or whatever. You can't that's get the amazing, same. Amazing that's the most sickest huh? shit, though, honey, honey, magic man. A, a girl is not trying to get the same shit from some man that she didn't get from her daddy. That is the most sickest shit. Well, that's I'm just sick I, thinking. Okay. Yeah, I, that, I, I, I got you. I've, I've heard it so many times, and I think it's your subconscious just just spitting it out without it being dissected properly. That is the most sickest shit. I do not want something that the man that was fucking my mama was giving my mama that I want from him, and I'm not getting it from him, so I want it in somebody else. That is the most sickest shit ever. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you loud and clear. I'm going to say I'm gonna say this to this degree. Yeah, I'm so like y'all got to stop repeating that because that, that is the most sickest shit. And then the dumbass bras listening, thinking that, not listening to you because ain't nothing bitch here dumb, but... Right. Um, but they start to think that's like putting it in their heads or something that you ain't get something from your daddy that you want from us men or some old shit, and that's that's sick. That's like incest or something. Like she missed out on date night with her daddy or some old shit. But that's, and, and, that's and what you said. My, that's my not mind, what you saying is true. What you what you saying is true. I mean it to this degree. The same thing I got from my father: love and protection. Like he had with my mother and what he instilled in me. I also offer that love and protection to my daughter, even though right. she's grown now. You get right. what I'm saying? I mean it to that degree. I'm not talking anything sexual or anything like that. I'm just saying in the sense of, like I said the other night in a sound bite that I did, I say the real fathers, thanks to programming, you don't have that today. And, and, and I, use, I use the old program that we use for good times. I say the only time that they really, really allowed James to shine in the in the TV show Good Time is when he dealt with Mad Dog. Remember that scene? When nah, I wasn't into that? Good Times okay. like that. I had a, okay. I, I had a bad time. <laughs> okay. Time. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I was just trying to use that example, though. I was trying to use that example that 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 James is a real father, uh, and there was a situation going on with this so-called thug was pointing inside the face of his wife, and James had to check him. You understand? Ain't too many real fathers and real men that's capable of doing that nowadays. I'm just being real with you. I can say that because I'm one of them. 
Uh, but all of these definitions and stuff that they're given when it comes to relationships is creating another, uh, not only a form of discussion, but it, it, it tends to divide us, and it's not really offering the type of healing and stuff that we need. Well, you know yeah, what? It's, it's, Division it's, it's, is important, though, because even throughout, you know, all our scriptures, they divide the goats from the sheep. They divide the, the deaf from the goddamn ones that can hear. It's always been a separation. You know what I'm saying? My people are those that believe as I believe. You, we, we all people, but there's a division that has to take place. You know what I'm saying? Division yeah, has to take place. Even in nature, everything is divided. You won't see the honeybee in the goddamn wasp nest. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. And uh, I'm with that. I'm definitely with that. You know, I mean, like they say, birds of a feather flock together. Absolutely. Because the crows damn sure don't make... fuck with the ravens. <laughs> yeah, I would just mainly want, want to make that, you know, put it out there. And thanks for letting me allow uh, my voice to be heard on this issue. I mainly it was want your to own will, sweetheart. Look, but I don't want you to get away from me, though, because I still want that part where you said, Don, not all of us, some, some of us are healing, hashtag healing. So explain right, right. that, because I know you were speaking as far as uh, the male species. So I want to know about right. this healing. Okay, real men, like I say, um, if you come in, and I want to speak on behalf of myself, I have came in contact with, with some young ladies throughout my travels, right? And we started to develop a friendship, to kinship, to relationships, and whatsoever. Only for me to later on find out that this young lady was never ever shown love, starting from her father, who used to call her all kind of names and all kind of things. You know, he was there to get the happy feeling to help her get here. So when I came to offer real love to her that she didn't even get from her father, it's like I don't understand you know, what is this love that she's supposed to get from her daddy that okay, is at, right. that 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 ain't got nothing to do. I'm just, see that's the most okay. I'm not, I'm, okay. I don't want my daddy to fucking love me. I want my daddy to love my mother, the bitch he with. Okay. Show me how a man loves a woman. So when I get with a man, I can actually say, okay, this is how my daddy loved my mama. Not this is how my daddy didn't love me. <laughs> okay, I'm hoping I'm not getting you in a state of confusion on my part because I'm doing my best No, because y'all are comparing a father's love, right, to a daughter and a man's love likened unto the father to a woman, and that is a no-no. Okay, let me be clear, my darling. I'm not talking to anything sexual in, in that degree. I'm just saying love. Right, a, 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 so a, a, a that's what I'm love. saying. These women ain't looking for their damn daddy. The fuck is this sick-ass shit? <laughs> I got you. I got no, you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no goddamn no daddy's fucking love from no nigga. What, what, <laughs> yeah, my, if my daddy didn't love me, I don't give two fucks. You know, not that natural parenting love. Okay, that's fine. I don't give a shit about all that. 
You know what I'm saying? When a woman is looking for a man, she is looking for a man, not her fucking daddy. That's some sick, egotistical, twisted-ass shit that man thinks. Right, and if she didn't I, get that at home, she a fucked up person. I don't want that. If that man is in the house, that man in the house for that chick. I don't. I, I don't. The natural order of things. That is not the way this shit absolutely works. Our mothers and fathers is supposed to be an example for our for us as sons and daughters to see how a relationship prosper or Poor, porpers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what that shit for us. You know what I'm saying? We supposed to look at our mom and dad as a brother and a sister, men you as brothers and sisters, and see how they operate while we're there young. So when it's time for us, me and you, Hooney, me, your, me, your sister, you my brother, and you look for that relationship that your mother and father had, you know what I'm saying? If it's the great example, and that is what we become in the relationship. So I'm looking for a male that shows some type of prosperity to my mother, some type of mental and spiritual protection for my mother. So if you can't give me what my father gave my mother or better then you the wrong motherfucker. It's not I want you to be liking, uh, I want. I'm, I'm, I really want to be with my daddy, but I'm stuck with your sorry ass. That's not it. Our parents are such an example because upbringing to rear a child happens here when we're young. So, of course, if, if you saw your mother and your father and you said they love each other, so you have that same love for any woman that comes into your life based on you watching your father, right? And I'm supposed to be able to choose wisely if, in fact, the mother and father, the husband and wife relationship with me in their lives you know what I'm saying, was beneficial for me, then I know how to choose my male counterpart. But I'm not looking, I'm not trying to, I mean, that shit is really sick. Like, I always say, my dad, I'm mad at my dad because that nigga didn't love my mama. Not that it didn't love me. He didn't show, you know what I'm saying, he didn't show, like you said, with your father to your mother. You know what I'm saying? I don't need a man, a woman's man to show me any love. I see my daddy as my mother's husband. That's first. First. That's because that's before I got here, right? Same way your daughters, you was with their mother before they got here. So it was just you and her before there was a child. Their love is supposed to bond. It says cleave to your wife, not to your fucking kids. Cleave to your wife because your children have to go on about their lives. They're not supposed to stay stuck with your ass. So it's supposed to be cleave to your wife, not your fucking kids. 
so your children can see how it's done, whether it be male or female. That's all. I got you. What you what you uh, saying is is all true and correct. I would just say um, because I know other people might be trying to call them. Plus, I got to do what I got to do as well. Yes, I was raised and procreated in a loving environment. And even though my daughter, as well as a son, I only have two of my blood, yes, I do love them the way that my father loved me. But I'm not saying anything sexual. I'm just saying the things in which my father instilled in me, showed me by being the example of a man in my life who's still here. Absolutely. Right? That So as long as I'm here, that those are certain things that they're going to have. I'm not in there trying to you know, control their life. Of course, they got their right to live. But I'm just saying, in a sense. Okay, okay. That, get get to the healing part because I know your time is short with me. Okay, yeah. So get yeah, to the part, part with the girl and the daddy and you and the healing right. part. Right, it, it just took a while. It just took a while because she was just used to, you know, certain men coming in there, getting the goods, and that was it. But me, she was what? She was what? Her, she was used to guys because she's a gorgeous, a gorgeous young lady, right? So she was mm-hmm. used to guys you know, saying whatever they need to say so they can get the goods. Diamonds on the beach cleaning okay, up off the goods, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So so they can get the goods, but they never really showed her love or really, really mm-hmm. cared about her. Mm-hmm. And because I was starting back again from the base level, her her father never really loved her mother either. So I can, mm-hmm. I can comprehend to what you're saying. So mm-hmm. I come along in her life to, to, to offer that to her, and it took mm-hmm. a while for her to get it, but finally... Finally, she was able to get it to realize right. that that I was able to do it, and we still the best of friends right here today. So certain things are possible, but it's going to take time, space, and energy, and definitely a lot of right. Patience. So where, where, when, when you said that us brothers are healing, where the where is y'all hurting from, or the brothers when you said that hashtag heal? Oh, I, I wasn't speaking about it. Yeah, I guess you could say a lot of brothers is healing in the sense of some of them who were. Not procreated in a state of love. Okay, so, so this is this shown. is this is pre relationship right. outside uh-huh. of them being a child and uh-huh. family. That's what I said. So yeah, right. they are mainly healing so, from from what has happened in their childhood. Right, right. and then if yeah. they right, and if they if they grow up and they don't make a conscious decision to be something other, like an abusive relationship. If they if they watch their parents fuss and fight and argue all the time, right? They said nine times out of ten that they're gonna grow up to also be abusers in some type of relationship. Now you know that what? That's interesting. Because I'm gonna speak on behalf of myself, right quick. Let me, okay, let me speak ahead. on behalf of myself. Because you you have a personal childhood. Time, <laughs> there was time. There was times that 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 uh, even though my parents did fuss and fight and argue to the point they later on got divorced, right? Now, that's not true for what they say because to me, I ain't never, from the relationships I've been in, from my marriage, from girlfriend to kinship to marriage, I ain't never been the type to abuse a woman or in argue. any form. You never argue? I, I'm, yeah, well, I, I, you know, there has been, but I don't like to argue, though. Right? I don't like to argue either. You know, and uh, to to me, I'm like, you know, do what you need to do. Do your partner's relationship. You understand? If you can't do that, then 
you, you're definitely not the right one for me. And if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be or being what you need in this relationship, then I'm not the right one for you. That's just because I'm a peaceful person. But let me be, get back to what I was saying. I made a conscious choice, mm-hmm. and I'm 54 years young. Mm-hmm. So for them to say that if you grow up in that type of environment, the nine times out of ten, you're going to continue to repeat that. That's not always true. I yeah. can speak about that in my brother. You understand? Yeah. My brother, he's a cancer. I'm a Libra. Mm-hmm. You know, he handled his differently. I handled mine differently. But for the record, up to this date, we never repeated what our fathers did to our mother. Right, right. My, um, you know, my mom was born in the 40s, of the first born. Her mother had seven children after that. My mom said she hated the weekends. Every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, her my dad, her dad and her mom would fight to the point she done shot her. My grandmama shot her husband, my mama daddy. She done stabbed that motherfucker, poison that nigga. They would fight every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay? She has five boys, my grandmother, and two daughters. My mom is the oldest. All the five boys grew up in that shit, but they treat their women totally different. Yeah. It doesn't happen in their household. So, yeah, Yeah. and of course, and I, I hate to bring in Will Smith, but he grew up in an abusive household with his father. And, of course, there's no signs of abuse you know what I'm saying, um, in a sense. You know, he doesn't do the violence, the arguing, and all that other type of stuff. So he turned out he keeps a peaceful environment, and he had to check Jada on that shit. You know? Well, when they first well. started dating, she wanted to get violent with the nigga and hit, hit him over the head with a newspaper and was cussing, and, and he told her he would never fuck with her again because there's no way he's going to be in a relationship with a violent person because of what he's been through as a child. So, wow. yeah, that's why I agree with you that that shit not the case. That's not true. Hey, yeah. hey my dime. Hey, hey, do me just let me share this right quick for my mom. When they split, later on I went, uh, she, later on she went and she met my stepfather. Okay, both of them passed on, my mom as well as him, right? Now, she dealt with that. After leaving my father and coming out of that relationship, mm-hmm. he entered another one with mm-hmm. my stepfather, okay? And, you know, to give you the, the condensed version of it, he law goods worker, get paid on a Friday, won his money back Sunday. And the only thing about it, my son, I never forget it. And this is what shocked me about my mom. Out of all those years, she dealt with that abuse, right? Mm-hmm. And we had just came home from church. It was on a Sunday, of course. In the kitchen, frying chicken. All of a sudden, he come off and from the kitchen, hauled up and slapped her. My brother was gone. I was there, right? And he slapped her on the right Sunday. And she just reached down. She was picking chicken in an all-black cast iron skillet. And she grabbed that all-black cast iron skillet, hauled up and pimp slapped my stepfather. And that was just step one. Mm-hmm. Okay? And after that, he never put his hands on her again. So it got to a point where she stopped accepting that abuse. Right. And did what she had to. 
You understand? And I never knew that my mother could, was, was able to fight as well as she was able to fight. Without, you know, I'm not into men and women fighting and stuff like that, but I was really, really shocked. I'm like, for someone that could fight that good, how in the world you allowed yourself to be abused for such a long time? Only if she did it primarily to try to keep a, a house for me and my brother when we was coming up. She, she she went through a lot. Right, and see, and that's kind of interesting, and and not to throw it up in your face, though, but when you first came on, you said that you came from a loving family. Your father and your mother loved each other. That's true. So how did you see what she experienced with him as love? It, okay, it, was, it, didn't, it, it wasn't always like that, my God. It wasn't always like that. I guess it was towards the end of the relationship. Either, either my father had a hard time or adjusting to the point that things wasn't working out, that it started to get abused. They was married for many, many years. Okay? Um, but so it was towards the end is when he started to get abuses and stuff like that. Um, but leaving that marital situation in which she married my father, or my father, you know, they got married. Mm-hmm. It was later on that she entered into another relationship with my stepfather, and that was pretty much a, a, a continuation from the situation that she left when the relationship was ending or the marriage was coming to an end between my mother and my father. Mm-hmm. But it, didn't, it wasn't always like that. Okay, that means that it could have been possible that he pretended for such a while and then flipped on her, like I learned today from Exmoor that said narcissists hide who they are until it pops. Okay, never mind. This goes back to where y'all get these definitions <laughs> from. Never mind. <laughs> no, on the real, I can tell you, you know, from, 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 of course, what my father said and even what she told me, they both told me. My father lived a polygamous lifestyle, okay? And, of course, it got to the point where he wanted more than one wife, and she told him, no, nah, I'm not getting involved in that. You understand? I mean, you're not going to force me in, in, in a situation like that. And what she did is I take the son that was, you know, was created between me and him, okay? Uh, that's my mom talking. This was me because my older brother wasn't created by, by her and my father. Right. My main thing is... So that's what it was. He wanted another wife to enter their relationship, and she wasn't having it. So that's when that's when things started to take a turn. Right, but that doesn't turn into where you know the fighting and the abuse comes in at because somebody wants something else. Uh, it got nasty with the arguments and stuff. Right. Like so I, I, I don't nasty. think what he wanted caused it. It was just who he is. You just never saw it right. until, or heard about it till then. I got you towards the end. Yeah. Anyway, my darling, thank you so much. You, I love, love your show. Y'all, y'all keep doing you. what y'all doing, okay? I All love you, please. Sugar Pie. I appreciate love it. Y'all give it up for Honey Magic Man. It's the Magic <laughs> Man. <laughs> thank you, baby. <laughs> wow. So I just want to put on record um, that I was right. Niggas ain't healing from no relationship. They're healing from what happened to them in their childhood and shit like that. Um, or maybe not healing. 
I ain't met her. I've met representatives of males that say that men are healing, but I've never met a man that say, look here, Don, I'm healing. I'm healing. I'm trying to heal. <laughs> but all these representatives be like, man, man, you got to understand, man, man got to heal too. Like, yo, where's the man that's healing? So him to fucking say, I'm healing from what happened in, in my upbringing. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we'll. I don't think we can ever heal. I just. I don't know. Well, not from the upbringing, uh, not from the environment of a child, and up into this shit. But I just don't think it's healing involved. I think it's striving to differentiate what we had to learn from. You know what I'm saying? We have to learn from our experience or what we observed or what we watched. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's painful to see it, but why was it shown to us? Why was we revealed? Why did we have to see it? Why did it have to come in our life? We have to question this shit so that we can find the answer for why we needed to be shown that shit. And I did. I did. And I asked, you know what I'm saying, why? Um, because all I watch is my mother and my father and my brothers as an observer, and that shit hurts looking at it. But one day I asked the question, why did I have to experience all of this? My mom trying to kill herself, my daddy blaming it on us little bitty-ass fucking kids. Why did I have to see this shit? And they told me, in their voice, told me, so that you'll know what type of motherfucker to avoid and you'll know when you have become your mother in that relationship. And, of course, I ended up taking pills to kill my motherfucking self. In the fucking relationship, I was becoming her, and this nigga was already him. So I realized that it was teaching me how to avoid that shit that I've experienced, that I saw, and notice the signs once, you know, once it started coming in my life and know how to avoid it. That's what I learned, Brian, growing up in a household with what is considered two parents and shit like that because that's going to end up being me in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So I had to learn. Um, I learned from it. You know what I'm saying? That I was her. The nigga was him. I had children. My mom had children. But, yeah, I'm ready to take my goddamn life because of this nigga. My mom was taking her life because of that nigga. You got me? So that's what I learned, like, yo, we are showing you something that you have to learn to avoid from happening to you and your children. You got me? That's why I was placed in that Sims, Zena, to learn what to do and what not to do, what to avoid and what not to avoid. But there was no such thing as, um, like, in the tab, in the mind book I read yesterday, what did it say? Not all distasteful circumstances can be avoided, right? 
And that is true. And that starts the moment of conception or inception, conception, all the way out of the fucking womb. Not all distasteful circumstances can be avoided. We all have it. And the reason why they give us these distasteful circumstances is for us to learn. It, you know, to learn what this is. What is it? Remember, life is a school, whether you're in first grade or not. Whether you're five years old or not, you're going to learn today. So it's not about the ass-whooping. It's about what did you fucking learn. It's not about the hurt because you're not going to figure it out of your life right now if you don't figure out why you had to experience what you had to experience 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know what I'm saying, five years ago or, or yesterday. You have to figure this shit out. It's a test. It's a subject. It's a, it's a goddamn shit. It's school. So we ought to learn. And I think of what, what we did learn, a lot of people disagree with it. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you get what I'm saying when I said a lot of people disagree with it. Right? So if you share what you learned and in, in, in why you was placed in this distasteful circumstance, whether it was a child, a teenager, a young adult, or 30, 40 years old, or 50, or 60, or 70, it doesn't fucking matter. But some people ain't gonna ain't gonna like like your motherfucking goddamn like what you learned when you when you say that shit back to the motherfuckers. But obviously, your life is different because you learn. People that still haven't figured out the who, what, when, why, and how, they're still hurting and getting hurt and hurting themselves because they ain't figured out five years ago what happened. 10 years ago, 30 years ago, even when they're a child, they ain't figured out that this shit is a moving bitch and you need to learn from every fucking scene and try your best to avert it from happening. That's what that shit is. But like I said, man, motherfuckers ain't going to goddamn, they're going to have a problem with that shit. I've always said I didn't want to be my mama. And I said my mama not being a mother my mama being a wife, I didn't want that. I didn't want that shit, and that's why they showed me that shit. You need to have a hate for this shit so that you can avoid it. That's like saying seeing somebody do drugs, but see everybody understand that drug shit. But for some fucking reason, people mind is so fucked up they can't understand why you want to avoid relationships. But if I say I grew up. And it was pounds of goddamn crack in the goddamn kitchen table and shit, and everybody fucked up, and I don't want that shit. And they had, and I had to grow up with it. So now I avoid it. Everybody says that's good. That's good for you. But if I say I don't watch a male and a female fuck each other the fuck up, and I don't want no parts of it, so I try to avoid it my whole fucking life. And I leave a motherfucker that show signs of that to protect my children so they won't be scarred from it. Something is fucking wrong with that. But if it's drugs, everybody can sympathize. Drugs is worse in a fucking relationship, I reckon, when children seeing drugs and mama out of fucking whack. She don't know what day it is. That's a little bit different. But a bitch can be out of whack with a fucking man and not know what day it is and she got fucking children. <laughs> 
And I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be drugged up by some nigga and I got fucking kids growing up seeing me fucking mind gone. But that's different. Nobody can sympathize with that shit unless it's got to be some type of toxic substance externally from you, but it, they make it seem like people are not fucking toxic. You know what I'm saying? They make it seem like people are not the worst shit on this fucking planet that can fuck a child's mentality up. That's what the fucking problem is, ain't it? That's, that's why. That's why they can't understand that shit, you know? And then half of them is looking like, one, a man ain't never had children, so I can give two fucks how you see how fucked up this shit is. You know what I'm saying? But when, when, and then, and then, and then they don't like when, 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 when a mother makes an intelligent decision to save herself and her children from this toxic ass shit, they can't relate to that either. You know what I'm saying? They can't relate. They, 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 something wrong with you. Something wrong with you from from doing that. But again, if it was drugs in a bad neighborhood, and I and I as a mama got me and my children out of that shit, everybody would applaud. But I'm telling y'all something. They make it seem like man can do no fucking wrong. Only drugs, alcohol, and bad neighborhood, and TV and rap music. But the man you with ain't worse than all that shit I just fucking said it is. TV, drugs, rap music, whatever the fuck else they want to blame, but they don't want to put that shit on the behavior of a toxic motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to put, they want to blame everything else before there was television. I had a goddamn grandmama born in the 1920. There was no TV. And my grandfather, get the fuck out of here. And my mom had to sit through that shit Monday, Friday, Saturday, and fucking Sunday. The police keep coming. He's getting shot up by my grandmama staff and shit. They fighting all day, every fucking day. Get the fuck out of here. That's before there was rap music, Instagram, television, or whatever the fuck else y'all want to play. Yeah, but what you going to put it on, the white man? If this was back in the 1900s, get the fuck out of here. It's that nigga. It's that motherfucking nigga, this bitch. Ain't even healed from the first baby, and you fucking her up. This bitch ain't healed from the second baby, and you fucking her up. This ain't got nothing to do with no goddamn white man, bad music, bad and this, that, this, that motherfucker. And I'm sick of these motherfuckers always trying to put that shit on something the fuck else rather than who the fuck it really the fuck is. It's man, goddammit. It's motherfucking man. You want to know how I know? Talk to my goddamn children that grew up without one. They're different than the rest of you motherfuckers. They're different. They're fucking different. And the sad thing about it is that they love man because I kept them away from man. Ain't that a bitch? I should have kept that sorry-ass motherfucker and let them grow up in a fucked-up fucking environment so they can hate man like my goddamn ass. Because that's why they put me with them, so I can hate them. 
But I thought I was doing the right goddamn thing by saving my daughters from that shit, and they love every goddamn man on this motherfucking planet and the motherfuckers that died off this bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck that up. Should have put them in a harsh-ass fucking environment with a man so they could see this shit firsthand and then ask themselves later, what am I to learn from this trauma? What am I to learn from this trauma like my goddamn ass? It's amazing. When you save something from someone, you know, they run right to it. I wasn't saved from it, so I run from it, Zena. That's a big difference, right? I wasn't saved from this abusive shit watching that shit go on. I had to fucking watch that shit and do that shit, which is why I run from it. I do not show my teeth to no motherfucking man. I hate them son of a bitches because of that. So I run from it. That's a motherfucker, right? But I save mine from it, and they run straight to it. They've never seen a bottle of liquor in my goddamn house, my children, but they run to it. They've never seen drugs in my goddamn house with my children, but they ran to it. But if I had to been a crackhead with a low-life nigga in my fucking house and drugs and alcohol is in that motherfucker and arguing and abusive shit, then when they left my nest, they would never, they wouldn't want to see that shit again in their life, yes or no. But you thought, you notice that when you save them or prevent that shit from happening, they go straight to what the fuck you've been preventing, that you saved them from. That's a motherfucker. That is a motherfucker there. That's a motherfucker. That's something to think about, ain't it? Think about that shit. Think about that. But you have to be, like, fucked up. Like, in other words, in other words, when I say fucked up, let's just say, okay, I had a bottle of fucking hen in the house, and I didn't drink every day. Okay, they, let's say my children only saw me sip from that motherfucker once a month, one glass once a month. That's functional. Got it? They would eventually have a glass of hand and would be sipping once a month from the bitch because I was functional, still kept a little functional fucking life, not an alcoholic, just sipped every time a motherfucker climbed over and let's say a person come over to the fucking house Every three months, and I open up that goddamn bottle and pour, pour them a drink, and I'll just drink with a friend, and that'd be the end of that and never drink no more till somebody else show up three months later. Let's say that's what they saw. But if their mother was a full-blown alcoholic, every fucking day they saw their mama drunk as fuck, pass the fuck out, a bottle in her hand all day, every day, right? You hear me? I, just unconscious. Addicted, they would run from it. That's the difference. So to see the harsh reality in in a child's life, they run from it. To see the functional 
reality in a child's life, they would bring that into their life. So, in other words, they would still have a glass. They would still have some hen or their new choice Patron or whatever the fuck it is every three months just for the hell of it. But when it is so hurtful and painful to see some shit as a child, you don't ever want to see it again, so you avoid it. But if it was never shown to them, they run straight to it. You understand? They, they they run straight to that shit. So it's amazing. But that's how I know I'm better than all my fucking children because they put me in that situation for a reason because I am chosen. <laughs> I am fucking chosen to stay as purified as fucking possible and to avoid, and to avoid man and all types of goddamn shit. I would never... Ever, ever again. And I realized they let me know what they let me know, Don. They let me know that, girl, you are for the world. You ain't for nan goddamn man. You ain't for one. You for millions. You are for millions. You are not for one to be dusted up, thrown in a closet, and only goddamn come out the closet for one motherfucker. You want the hours. And that right, Mel Hudson. You got something to give to the world. And it ain't head, pussy, and cops. What you like, brothers. It ain't head, pussy, and motherfucking cock. That's what a bitch that ain't got no purpose. For the world <laughs> We got to save these motherfuckers Bitch you one of them So shit Ain't no head booty and cock Here around this motherfucker For one I'm going to be a hoe I'm a hoe for everybody On this motherfucking planet Alright Man of the hour is up next man I'm going to figure out this mind book This chapter The mind <laughs> In the new day Y'all having a water day Man of the hour is up next. Hot damn politics tonight at 9, boys and girls. Fingers crossed. Cross your fingers. Let's hope so, goddammit. Don Nicole Young, I'm signing out. Peace.